You are listening to ComedySlamRadio.com. From our studios to the world, we bring you the finest in quality entertainment. So pop some popcorn, grab a smooch buddy, and settle in for another fine show. From ComedySlamRadio.com. Welcome to the Let's Be Frank with Dave Frank show. We have a special tribute show to everybody's comedian friend, Uncle Dow. We're going to start the show off with one of Uncle Dow's songs, so let's go live to that now.
back live. You are back live with the Let's Be Frank show. I hope you like that first song for Uncle Dow. I want to introduce everybody in the studio. We have Steve Eric, who's known Uncle Dow. And I think I said Dr. Dow two seconds ago, but it was Uncle Dow. Uh, now, you, you've known Uncle Dow a long time before he passed? Uh, probably about 18 years. 18 years. So probably some road stories we're going to get to later. <laughs> We've had a lot of fun together. All right. And now we're going to skip over. we got Larry, who probably booked Uncle Dow a billion and a half times, right? Yeah, we had him on the show on, on the on the schedule quite a few times, yeah. There you go. Enjoyed Uncle Steve Dow. Baird. Hello. Hi. And, and you've known Uncle Dow a long time. You yeah, yeah. Some shows, worked around together. I first met Uncle Dow in 1987, actually. 1987. He was opening up for the comedy show. Back then, it was MC, feature, headliner. But Dow wasn't doing comedy. He was just opening up for the comedians, which I found odd. He just odd. opened the door? Yeah, he was just doing like, he was like a warm-up for the comics, but he right. was excellent. He had the crowds in a great mood when you started. It was way cool. All right. And then we have the very lovely Susan Sager. Hello. And you've known Dow for, we'll just say a long time. A to not very, give very, any long very time. long time. Yeah. A long, very long time. Very, you guys, very, very long time. You guys did, I was in high school. Yeah. Senior in high school. And you guys did drama classes and stuff together? We, we both had aspirations of being classical actors, actors. Well, well, well you did have a, a movie debut and some things to do, go, right? <laughs> I'm going to go right to that. <laughs> well, I think Uncle Dow <laughs> would like, me. Uncle Dow would appreciate he a would, story about this, wouldn't he? He would. You know, he always encouraged me to talk about my experiences in Hollywood and stuff. And he was always really, really proud of me because, you know, when we both started out, we wanted to do Shakespeare in the park and be really serious actors. And we did Moliere and Shakespeare. And we were students of, you know, the theater. And uh, then we both ended up in comedy. And um, I saw him in Dayton right after Eating Raul opened. And it was like he was my father. He was so proud of me that, you know, because we, we took it, I took an acting class, I remember, I think it was at Wright State with him, I'm not sure, but they said, you know, out of the 200 people in this acting 101 class, two of you will ever even work, ever, so. So you were the two. I was, yeah. You were one. Yeah. But now, you, you went to, it's Eating Raul, now that actually is like a cult following behind it, it'll probably get YouTube tomorrow because... The show is so popular. It was very popular in its day, and in the 80s, you in know, the 80s, for its time. Eating yeah. Raul and a long for, time ago. A long <laughs> time ago. It is a classic. Before I was a mom, just before she was saying. a mom, and yeah. and <laughs> just just for entertainment values only. Yes. What was your name in that? Here we go, right? <laughs> Doris, the dominatrix. Yes, I said it, Frank. I All mean, right. David Frank, just for you. All right, just now. If that doesn't click in to anybody that was born between 1972 and 19, I don't know, 85, I know you should be running through your brains thinking about eating Raul and what and who she is. So go Google it and figure it, it out. Yeah, you it. can find pictures yes. of Susan Sager on my Facebook page or if you go to and tonight IMDb. it's good. Go ahead. IMDD.com. Go ahead. International Movie thing. Database. No, you know, I, I'm just on Facebook. And, you know, I used to do MySpace. I guess that's not cool anymore. But when, when I first started back in comedy, that was pretty much all there was, right, before before Facebook. So I still, I, you know, I actually looked at Dow's uh, MySpace page today because I had, po that's where he found me, was on MySpace. And it had been a lot of years since um, I had seen him. And so, you know, um but I also found my ex-boyfriend found me on MySpace, so there you go. <laughs> good, good thing it's defunct. I there don't know you what go. can I say. 
Now, if anybody wants to see some other pictures of Uncle Dow tonight, you guys on Facebook, if you're on there, you can go to my Let's Be Frank with Dave Frank fan page. There's pictures of Uncle Dow there, uh, pictures of some of the other comedians that are here with Uncle Dow. You guys can post any stories or post some pictures that you have, any other comedians that are out there. You guys are all also welcome to call in tonight to tell any stories or ask any questions or anything about Uncle Dow at 727-597-4022. But let's go to Steve, and uh, why don't you give us a little... little story. <laughs> I'm not sure which story to open with. I have a lot of what, Uncle what, Whatever stories. story you would like to open up with. Probably the one that he would want you to tell the most. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't think any of the stories that involve me, Dal would ever want told. <laughs> <laughs> oh, be afraid. Be very afraid, everybody. Uh-oh. You, you can clean it up a little bit. Um, yeah. Um, there's there's a ton of them. We spent time on the road. Uh, we uh, drove together because we both we lived real close to one another. So we do road gigs and uh, we co-headlined a lot of stuff that we ride together. And uh, I'm trying to think of a fu- I'm trying to think of a clean story. <laughs> it doesn't have to be clean. <laughs> we want to hear the dirt. We really do. <laughs> That's what this is all about. Uh, well, okay. <laughs> Whatever you say cannot get him in trouble. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Um, now there's there's obviously clean stories too. There was he was diabetic, and um, I don't see now this probably isn't that funny. But <laughs> go I, ahead, just screw up the ending right from the it. beginning. Pick up, pick an unfunny one. Yeah, go ahead. That, that's like I'll lead, I'll get into the other then ones. Then you'll I'll, build I'll, to it. We'll, we'll <laughs> open up. I don't want to open up with that, the. That's like Larry's open micers that go up and they tell a five minute story and then say I don't have an ending for this joke no. yet. Well, we were. Uh, <laughs> We were at a little mom-and-pop restaurant in the middle of nowhere, and uh, Uncle Dow was diabetic, and I used to have uh, an allergy to artificial sweeteners. I would literally get migraine headaches that I was totally disabilitated for several days if I ingested artificial sweeteners. And Dow knew that because one time we were on the road together, and I had one of those experiences. And uh, so he knew that about me. We're at this little mom-and-pop restaurant, and this waitress was had everything wrong she'd you know bring the wrong food and she'd set his food down in front of me and she'd set my food down in front of him and screwed up from the very get-go and um he ordered a diet coke and i ordered a regular coke (laughs) and she brought them both out and she's like i think this is yours and i think this is yours." and i was like listen if i drink his i'm gonna go into a diabetic coma and if he drinks mine he's gonna be with a migraine for the go back there and do him again and bring him out one at a time (laughs) smart man so he was not very shy (laughs) to speak his mind no oh he was uh Okay, I'll tell the story. There we Yay. go. I know the one you want me to tell. <laughs> I, you know, I don't. I, I want you to tell all the stories because I was never fortunate enough to meet Uncle Dow. My, my favorite Uncle Dow story, and he, he had a very dark and macabre act. I mean, a lot, a lot of things about death and a lot of things about, but it was very, very funny. And he was just the sweetest person in the world off stage, but on stage, you know, he dressed like a mortician and you know, or an undertaker and. Uh, we were doing a show together, and that particular night he was opening and I closed. And while I was on stage, um, this woman took off her panties and was flashing me while I was on stage. <laughs> it was me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. If you feel like you want to flash anybody again, you go right ahead. America's watching. Well, 
Talk the, about bringing eating my old back. This this was years ago before anybody had cell phones. And the reason that's important <laughs> to the story is because the gig was in a little hotel in the middle of nowhere. And we were driving back that night. We weren't going to stay at the hotel. We were going to drive back. But this woman was flashing me while I was on stage. So I went up to Don. I'm like, dude, we've got to hang out for a little while. I'm not going to drive back to St. Pete tonight. I'm going to. And he's like, yeah, yeah, okay. You know, just don't be too long. So I go back. So I go back up to the hotel room with this woman. And we get back to the room. And she's like, well, no, I'm not going to do that. We just met. And. Um, you know, I don't know you. I'm like, you're flashing me on stage. She was like, oh, that was just joking around. I didn't want it to go anywhere. I'm like, well, uh, I've got a long drive, and if this isn't going anywhere, I'm leaving. So we go back to... uh, we go back down to the bar, and I was like, well, that was quick. <laughs> <laughs> it was the days before Viagra. That's well, well, nothing happened. Yeah. Well, well, this woman, she... Are you saying you only wanted to have something to do with this woman if she wanted to play with your pecker? I believe well, that's, that's the only reason we went back to the hotel room. I was. That's the only reason you thought you went back. Obviously, she wanted to get she to know me. She wanted to know you Well, better, I Steve. wanted to drive back to St. Pete with Uncle Dow at that point. So... <laughs> She Sorry about <laughs> your damn luck. She wasn't really from the area. She was at the show with her mother, and her mother had left her there with me because I, at this point, thought I was going to take her back to the room. I'm like, don't worry, I'll get her home safely. So we go to take her back home, and Uncle Dow's in the back seat, and she's next to me, and she has no idea where her mother lives. And it's dark, and it's in, she's visiting down from New York, and we're on some country road in the middle of Florida, and the more turns we make, the further into the total orange groves. There's nothing anywhere. There's no phones. Nobody's got a cell phone. We're driving around, and finally Dow's like, just kick her out here. She didn't even fuck you. What do you care? <laughs> That's Straight to the point. <laughs> a, a man who loved the stories. Well, I just have to make a comment. First of all, historically, you made a comment, Susan, that was a little incorrect. You said that Dow came in and treated you like a father. Dow hated kids. Yes, he did. Yes, you're right about that. You don't want any part of that. He was your uncle. My molester uncle. And and thank you, Steve, uh, for opening up with a story about you getting laid again. Or not getting laid. That's pretty much every story you have. That's the only story I've got is, that I don't get. Either with. starts or ends with that. That's why he keeps the rock and roll hairdo. So I want to I want to tell one of my very favorite Uncle Dale stories, and truly is a standout story. And that is that I was doing a show with him, and you know we were driving down there, and Dow was kind of going on, and on the way back he's got whole different stories because he's you know he's he's rather intoxicated. He do a lot of drinking up on stage and uh, before and after the show. And I'm his, I'm his, I'm his, uh, you know, designated driver. And uh, we get back into, you know, I don't know, Hillsborough County. And he's like, oh, man, you got to, we got to stop. We got to, like, have a drink. And I'm like, no, Dad, I think we had enough to drink. And then, you know, five minutes later, we'll come back to the house and I'll make you a drink. I'm like, no, I really need to go home. I got, like, an hour's drive after I drop you off. Well, come on, let's just stop and have one somewhere. And I'm finally, I cave. I said, all right, fine. We get up in your neighborhood. We'll stop and we'll have a drink. So we're driving down 54th or whatever it is that he lived off of. And it's not the nicest neighborhood in the world. And there's a couple really, you know, just nasty little neighborhood bars. And all of a sudden we see one and it's like Sheila's Wayside Inn or something, you know. I'm changing the name slightly so that, (laughs) you know, Nolan over there doesn't get sued. But uh, he's like, well, let's stop there. And I'm like, 
all right, fine. We're going to stop there. So I pull in the parking lot, and as soon as I pull in, Dad goes, all right, maybe not here. And I'm like, no, no, this is the bar. This is the bar we're going to. And the place is like an old 7-Eleven that's been boarded up. And there's like one car in the parking lot. It's Saturday night, like around 1230, you know, at night. Just drove three and a half hours. And and uh, he says, I don't think we should go here. And I said, no, no, this is the bar. This is this is where we're going, right here. So we get out of the car. And there's, like I said, not another car in the parking lot except for one Harley that's nice. that's sitting, you know, facing out. But other than that, there's not another car in the parking lot. With that, this old Ford pulls in. And this big, heavyset guy gets out of it, and his big, fat wife, girlfriend, whatever, she's got, like, no teeth in her mouth. And she starts screaming and yelling at him. And I don't want to repeat the language they were using, but it was, you know, it, it was pretty pretty rough. And Dad looks over at me and goes, hey, this is not the bar. Let's go somewhere else. He said, no, no, this is the bar. <laughs> this is definitely, this is the bar we're going to for sure now because these people are, they're here. They're, they're the entertainment. Heck yeah. So we start walking towards the door, and he says, all right, well, wait a minute. Open the car again for me. So I open the car door, and he goes back into the car. And now he's got his – he's had his overcoat on the whole time, his long black overcoat to the ground. Now he goes back and gets the hat. So he's going to wear this hat into the bar. His, right? top, his, his top, top hat. hat. Yeah. If you're yeah. going to a dive like that, you got to go in dress right. Yeah, exactly. Full, full, full metal jacket. I, I guess he just re- decided that, yeah, if you're going to make me go in here, I'm going to embarrass <laughs> you too. Good. You know. So, so we open the door to the bar, and the bar's full. You know, there's not a car in the parking lot. So it's, it's all the locals that lost their licenses, you know, or rode their bikes. Your clientele didn't know how to drive. Can't play, Steve, drive. Can't play Steve Baird hangs out at a lot. And, uh, Your and, place. And the, yeah, there you go. And the, no, because this, no, this, this place was packed. <laughs> no, right. Yeah. No. Right. So, so we walk in, and the funny thing is, I mean, these are like all Pinellas Park regnecks, right? And these people, like, all stop what they're doing. They're playing pool. They're sitting at the bar drinking. They're shooting darts. The entire bar stops and stares at the front door. And, you know, the light from outside is coming in, and you just see these two figures at the front door, and it's me and Uncle Dow with his full full attire on, you know, the black overcoat and the top hat and the long beard and everything. And not only do they stop what they're doing and, and not talking, but they're all staring and pointing and whispering because <laughs> they're too stupid not to. <laughs> and we walk into the bar, and he just turns and looks at me, and I looked at him, and I had one of my flowered Hawaiian shirts on. I said, you know what the best thing about this bar is, Dow? He said, what? And I said, if I walked in this bar at 1230 at night, they'd be staring at me. But when I'm with you, I'm invisible. <laughs> Larry, by the way, you still are wearing a Hawaiian shirt. Oh, yeah, but I, I toned it down. <laughs> So, so anyway, so we go sit at the bar, right? And this uh, girl comes over to wait on us, and uh, he wants his vodka diet, and I'm having a Bud Light bottle. And the girl comes over and says, $2. And I said, no, no, I'm, I'm going to pay for both drinks. And she goes, yeah, it's $2. <laughs> and I said, now I know why Marsha's wayside in so busy on a Saturday night. So he looks at me and goes, how come the drinks are so fucking cheap here? And I said, well, it's Saturday night, Dow. It's their slow night. <laughs> that was Marsha's Wayside Inn. Marsha's Wayside Inn. Oh, I don't have a, I don't, the name. Now we know the real name. I don't have a punchline for that joke. It's I just, your uh, attorney. Yeah. They know how to sue you now. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Let's give, let's give that mic to Mr. Steve Baird. Let us hear, let us hear a little Steve Baird, Uncle Dow's um. story. Dow, Dow, Dow. What what can you describe, Dow, that the FBI profile doesn't already have an idea about? 
<laughs> he was a uh, one of a kind. When I first worked with him, he uh, he actually warmed up the comedy crowds before I went on stage. I think I was emceeing at the time, and then uh, the feature would go up, then the headliner back in the old day, and Dad would go up and do probably an hour and a half, two hours of singing and music and stuff, and. I think it just kind of, by that time, I just thought about it. He'd been doing any, he'd been doing entertainment for 16 years. Wow. And I was just starting, you know, so uh, he was a little bit of everything. Like Susan said, he started out in acting, and then he was a banjo player. He was a guitar player and a comedian. I mean, you know, as a comedian, you write jokes, and you get up there, and you tell your jokes, and uh, that's good, all good and well, but, man, just to play the banjo and uh, playing the guitar and, act and write and he was uh he was a man of all talents you know and uh I, we kind of went our several ways because i was uh playing rooms and he was playing rooms so i'd see his picture up somewhere he'd see mine up somewhere and we'd bump in each other once in a while next thing i know he moved to florida and i wasn't sure exactly where he moved to florida but uh back uh six years ago i moved to florida and i happened to be uh uh, this friend of mine, she was uh, my best friend's girlfriend before he passed away, and she lived in Gulfport. And we went to a little bar there, and I saw a little flyer on the uh, thing there saying that Dow Thomas was going to be playing there next week. I go, you got to be kidding me. What Dow's was, down here. What was the year? Do you remember? Oh, this was uh, 2006 oh, not when I first long. moved down here, yeah. All right. And uh, I go, you're kidding me, man. Dow's going to be here. He's going to shit when he sees me, right? So the next week I show up specifically to see Dow. And as he's uh, he's taking his break, and as he's walking away, he's walking back to start up again and go, Hey, Dow, pretty good job. He looked at me and goes, Thanks. He had no idea who I was. He hadn't seen me in years. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he walked like four steps, and he did a double take. Shit. Steve Baird. Go, What's up, Dow? What are you doing down here? I was going to ask you the same thing. So anyway, I watched his set, and uh, we, we hung out until we had old times, and that, I, I didn't even know he moved to this part of Florida. It just so happened I ran into him again. So ever since then, we uh, we kind of hooked up again, like Susan, but not as long of a time, you know? So yes. it was kind of cool. Susan's known him since high school. I know. It's amazing. Yeah, 70. Well, I think I met him in 70, right when he first came to Dayton, Ohio. I was in, Were you going to say 71? 71. You know what's funny? What? I wasn't even around I'm in not surprised, sweetheart. I hear that all the time. Yes, I'm old. There, there, right. there was a twinkle in my father's eye in 1971, probably around September, That was your sister, October. though. <laughs> <laughs> she came after me. But uh, I guess right around September, October is when my father decided he needed another little stew. A little stew? Little stew. A little stew? Well, his name is Stew. He just didn't oh, call oh, me oh, that. Oh, oh, He'd want me to have stew. to go through life being called Beef Stew. Beefs. Because that's how he got. Beef and where was stew. that? What, what city was that in? I grew up in New York, but not yeah. in New York City. Okay. About an hour outside of the okay. city. Yeah, okay. Where do we have? Um, what, what I was going to say was, yeah, I met Dow. Um, I can't remember. I, I was in high school, but I was working for the Dayton Repertory Theater Company and, you know, doing shows because, like I said, you know, I was a very serious actress. And, um, you know, I wanted that, – that's just that's just where I couldn't study enough or – you know, I used to read Shakespeare for fun, okay? <clears throat> yeah, I had a lot of dates. But um, – he he and I were you know like kindred spirits. We were each other's first stage kiss. 
in mm. Romeo and Juliet. Yes, and we were so nervous. I think he like you know like 20 times made sure that you know you know he had mints and all that stuff. And we were just I mean we were kids and really 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 scared. And that I think I think that was our first show. But we also did. Um, uh, Tartuffe together at Wright State University and in another show we did that I think I posted the picture today with um, Is this the picture for you from Romeo and Juliet? That here? is Romeo and Juliet right Romeo. there and that I, you know that picture was the first time we saw each other again after gee I don't know almost 30 years I guess and wow. um, yeah and I, you know, I hadn't seen him in a really long time and he came to a diva show and um I have a, a, a clip of this that, that I'll show you guys later, but I didn't tell him, and I called him up on stage, and um, I said, you know, ladies and gentlemen, this is Uncle Dal Thomas. He's a local legend around here, and um, he and I played Romeo and Juliet back in the 70s, and I just wanted you guys to know, and Dal, thank you for standing here next to me, uh, what Romeo and Juliet would have looked like if they would have lived. <laughs> and he just looked at me because he had no idea what I was going to do and just I mean it was it, it was a really funny moment and I didn't know what I was going to do either but then so we worked together in June I um, emceed for him for a show that he was headlining so we decided we were going to you know try to make a go of it so I did a little workup of you know Juliet's now you know she's in her 50s she's been married to this asshole for 35 years and she's pissed off um, <laughs> she hates him and so I I did this little blurb about, uh, uh, you know, Romeo and, and, and um, in Shakespeare speak, and um, it was all right. It was kind of cute, but then Dow got on the stage and just blew me off the stage like he had just done Shakespeare, but it was so freaking funny, and it was all about what a bad lay I was at, um, after 35 <laughs> years, and I mean, you know, it's like you, can't, you, you just can't talk that. What are you going to do about that? Right. Wasn't true, by the way, everyone. Was not true. You were a great lay. I was, still am. And who would have known that uh, she, uh, Romeo would have turned into a chimney sweep? <laughs> <laughs> Chim chimney. <laughs> so I myself, not ever having the opportunity to meet Uncle Dow, what would be the one thing that you guys would want to express to me or to other people to get across about him? I mean, was he the first to help? From what? One of the reasons why I wanted to be involved in the show and a couple of people had asked me was, he seemed to be the type of guy that went out of his way to help everybody. And so many people in the comedy community have gone out of, the where, out of their way to help me. So I thought it was fitting to kind of let you guys give back through the show. But Exactly. And despite all the, like, the stories, that, like I said, he had a very dark spirit and sense of humor. <laughs> but offstage, he was the nicest guy in the world that would do anything for anybody and was yes. so supportive of people. And people that you'd just watch and go, oh, my gosh, this guy sucks. Dow would find the one thing redeeming about him and say, you know what, you might want to expand on this. I mean, he, he, he was just wonderful and, and really giving to, to everybody. That's good because there's always a lot of people that as soon as you come off any show, they like to criticize or they run outside and like to talk about everything. He would never do that to your face. <laughs> <laughs> that is great. Well, I try not to talk about you in front of you. I do talk about you, though. Nothing good. Nothing good. Nothing good. I haven't learned anything good yet. That's just for Steve Eric. I've learned good things about Steve Baird, though. 
What have you learned about Steve yeah, Baird? I, I would I be interested in it. I don't know. Steve Baird gave me the coolest birthday card. It was a sympathy card. Thank you, Steve. <laughs> no, I, I, I want to thank actually, you. It, it was, was like a, it was well, a get well soon card. Yeah, it was like it was um, hilarious. It was like you can handle this kind of condolence <laughs> card. <laughs> it was I, a joke. It was great. Yeah. I, I'm telling you, it was it, it was great and. <laughs> <laughs> it seriously was a get well soon card. It was. It with was. With a chimp on it. Yeah, with it a chimp. Must... Well, I mean, it was like, what do you want to do? You feel like throwing poop? No, I really, thinking, Steve, I don't. Yeah. I don't know. What kind of tacky car can I get her for her birthday? This is, looks good. So, get well soon. It was hilarious. It was a, it was, it was, a, it was a thought that counts. All right, well, we were going to play another uh, Uncle Dow song. Yay. And yeah. uh, it's a song that uh, Uncle Dow was... Um, Really, really proud of. He very rarely did it during stand-up acts because it was more musical, although it's very, very funny. And it was one of my favorites as well. But before we do that, we're going to go to commercial, and then we're going to play uh, Progress. Uh, it's not Progress. It's Power and Light. So we're going so to go to uh, our sponsor break, and then we're going to come back with another Uncle Dow song. We'll be back in just a couple of minutes, guys. Hey, Florida. In these uncertain economic times, are you worried about your job now, in the future? Well, now may be the perfect time to investigate a new career as a consignment first franchise owner. We are a Carolina company with a solid 25-year history of success. Be in business for yourself, but not by yourself. With 10 successful North and South Carolina locations and more to come, we are ready to expand into Florida at this time. For no obligation information packet, please send emails to dave at consignmentfirst.com. That's D-A-V-E at C-O-N-S-I-G-N-M-E-N-T-F-I-R-S-T dot com. Once again, that's dave at consignmentfirst.com. If not now, when? In Dayton, when I first moved down here, I never knew that the meter readers had to get in your house to check. They don't have to do it anymore. It's like all remote now, you know, it's modern, but, you know. I moved down here in like 71, 72. You know, and they come by and power and light! You're like, what? I had no idea. I thought, is this a militant Jehovah's Witness or some power and light to all of us? Praise the Lord, I'll buy a watchtower. What is this? You couldn't believe it. These damn guys come beating on your door. Usually when you're on your first hit of acid and watching a Hitchcock film, that's when they come. Paralyzed! Like, my God! Never thought of that. They yell at you all the time. Fire! You know, they're yelling at you all the time in this town. Here, arena, power, power, be there! You know, what the hell's going on? The town screams at you. Meter readers, big, hairy, knuckled, nasty, green teeth, yellow gum briars with huge sweat rings. People you wouldn't ordinarily let in your house. You know, come by with their little hard hat, DP and L. You're in Dayton, you got your power, that's why you got a light. Dayton, power and light. None of this Con Ed, Pacific Gas Electric, Dayton, power and light. Keep it simple. And you just let them in. Come on in. You got a clipboard and a helmet. Come on in. Could have been anybody. A me 
Beta Reader is a person with the world's loudest voice. They scream, they holler, they beat on your door. They just like making noise. They send all the dogs in the neighborhood barking. Woo! Really know their stuff. The utility company sends them as if overcharging you wasn't enough. They scream, Power and Life! Power and Life! They yell and scream and noise enough to make you die of fright. Power and Life! Power and Life! Good. Only comes in the morning nap. You were up all night. A meter reader. off beat or beating off or something. He's making that noise from under the table. He's out of here. That's all. If you're using your beer, drink it first. Because people behind you, man, join the percussion after you drink your beer. We're getting wet back here. Gotta have that voice Can't have somebody powering line. Doesn't work. Somebody stammers, you know, just know your lines. But say the party is so good, you stay up till four o'clock. You have so much to drink, you can hardly drive home, let alone walk. The next morning, you're a little hungover, your head's gonna split the slightest sound. But it's quiet till some jerk on your door begins to pound. Power and light! Power and light! Yelling, screaming, noise enough to make you die of fright. First thing goes out on a meter reader, you know, is his damn knuckles. His hand just excess calcium deposits build up in there. Uh, just end up with a permanent fist, which is good for their love life, probably. But you know what they usually do is send them down to a street corner, stick a conical thing of plants in there, and have them go. Rawr, rawr. That's all they are. They're just old meter readers. She was a little late on that. You gotta have that voice. You can't have somebody. I know that's sad, but we don't let them be weathermen. We don't. You got a high pressure. You guys can laugh. It's my butt. I don't want to be out in the parking lot. You Kill me out there in the parking lot, I'll die, go up to heaven, God will come out of the pearly gates and go, God all day was trying to get them people to laugh. He's gonna go, You're going to hell. <laughs> get down there and the devil's got them panties on. night you watched a horror film that sent you up the wall. Scared you so bad, you just couldn't sleep at all. You sat there with eyes open, your house is quiet as a tomb. Dear family, <laughs> relaxing in the silence of your room. Power and light! Power and light! Why that yelling, screaming, noise enough to make you die of fright. Power and light! Power and light! And they only come in the morning after you were up all easier now. Boy, I guess out in Miamisburg, they finally got electricity out there. It's P-A-R-L-A-T. Parlat. 
knock on your outhouse door, get off that thing, wipe up, and let me in the trailer. And they spend all morning trying to find the basement. Hell, the meter's out in the front yard next to the washing machine. What the hell are you doing? In the morning, you wake up with your lover at your side, and you mention making love. Your lover's eyes open up wide. She's inflatable. Are you good with each other? Facts are rather skilled. Just as the two of you feel the climax start to build. Power and light! Power and light! Why that yelling, screaming noise is enough to make you die of fright. Power and light! Power and light! And they only come the morning after you were up all night. Yeah, they only come the morning after you were up all night. You guys know what I'm talking about. You've ever woken up under your back there, you know, under the big top of the pup tent in my case, and your girlfriend looks over and goes, oh, he's been dreaming about me. He's got a little woody there. She doesn't realize you have an involuntary muscle and you have to go to the bathroom. No. She mounts you. She's sitting right on your bladder. you got to hoist her off, try to roll out of bed without breaking your kickstand, stand in front of the toilet for a half hour, wait for the hydraulic fluid to go down so you don't pee up your own nostrils. Let him be reader. Remember that one. Live with the Let's Be Frank with Dave Frank Show. I hope you guys enjoyed another great tune from Uncle Dow. I want to give a little shout out because we're going to be doing a show, a tribute show with a lot of comedian friends. A lot of the people that are here in this room are going to be doing some time on stage this coming weekend, uh, February 10th, 11th, and 12th. There's going to be five shows at uh, Coconuts Comedy Club at Jack's Joint in Clearwater on Gulf to Bay. Uh, you guys, as of tomorrow, if you want to call in to get tickets, you guys can call tomorrow through Friday at 727-741-8014. Tickets ahead of time are going to be $10. They'll be 12 bucks at the door. If you are from around the country, as I know a lot of my fans and Uncle Downs fans were because he's been everywhere, you can also call in and donate the simple price of $10 for a ticket. And all proceeds are going to be going to Uncle Downs family, which everybody here knows. And you guys know his wife and everybody, right? Of course. Of course. All right. Yeah, uh, Uncle Dow traveled with Kay everywhere. And Kay never missed a show Mm-mm. unless she was working. She was a part at, of all of them. She's yeah. definitely a part of it. She was... Uh, Prop master. Prop master, yeah. <laughs> she, she'd sit at the back bar and sing all the songs with him, and then she'd be up on the stage when he did his uh, big clothes, and he would always acknowledge her. And she never, ever missed a show unless she was sick or she had to work that night, which, you know, who does that? Right. His wife travels and goes to every show and watches the same I, thing. I, I would like a wife like that myself. And so. not just a wife yeah. like that, a husband like that, too. They were yeah. just the most devoted yeah. couple to one another. I mean, it was just beautiful, to, uh, you know, the, the, the way they fed off of one another. They, they, they were the perfect couple. It's like that's what that's the relationship you should strive exactly. for. Exactly. That's what I, I said. I just like a pet to do that. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's what I said to Kay. I said, you know, he doesn't just love you. He cherishes you. I mean, and he really did. I mean, he'd been married a few times and um I, because i was having problems with a boyfriend <laughs> surprise surprise and he was going you know it's okay people you know you like you problems with a boyfriend yeah really. really right me and my big mouth um but he was saying you know that that um civilians don't get it you know civilians don't get us comedians and it's really hard to find somebody and she was is 
and always will be, you know, his number one fan and biggest supporter. And just, yeah, it was really something to to a beautiful thing to see. Well, consider going into Publix, you know, like noontime shopping with, with a him. guy that looks like him. <laughs> you know, you'd have to love him. And dresses like to. that. And everybody in the place is like running for the front door. But uh, he was he was just uh, he, he was. But there was an interesting story that goes along. And I really don't know all the details of it. I mean, I was told at one time, but then I got old and. My Forgot. memory failed me, and um, I know that he was he was uh, actually dating her, and then he wound up marrying somebody else. You know, I don't really know that. I'm hoping that she'll she'll call in and clear that up. Okay. I knew him when he was we were hippies back in the 70s, and his girlfriend's name was Astrid, and oh. yes, and he drove a hearse. To yes, all, he did have a hearse. He yes, he, he did a have hearse. a hearse, and he yeah. drove his hearse in Dayton to, you know, to all his gigs. And my parents um, were his really big fans. He used to play at this place called the Upper Crust in, in Dayton, Ohio, and um, every weekend. And it was a cool little place, And um, but he made it really great, you know. And, and my, my dad was an artist, and my mom was an actor, so I come from a long line of arty-farty people. And, but they loved him, and every weekend, you know, you never got bored going. And that's when he really was honing his comedy skills because he was hired as a guitar player. But it was all the banter and stuff in between, you know. And, and you could see, you know, like when he was 19, 20 years old that – exactly where you know he was heading yeah where where he was heading with it because it was just came naturally all right and we have a caller uh we have karen fitzgerald calling in so let's hear her stories of uncle dow how you doing karen i'm doing good how are you not too bad hi karen hey karen hi karen so what's going on you have some stories for uncle about uncle dow for us Yes, uh, yes, I do. Um, the first time that I worked with him and uh, saw him in the black hat and the black getup and so forth, I thought it was just for the show. And <laughs> we went to work someplace. And uh, after the show, he, you know, he said, "Tomorrow we should go out shopping and go for lunch." It was actually around Christmas time. So I had the car, we drove together, and I had the car, and so the next morning he comes walking out of his room, and here he is, all in the black. <laughs> hey. And I'm thinking, all yeah, right. Turn your so computer I down a little him. bit in the background. Like this. I'm sorry? Turn your computer down a little bit in the background so we hear you better. Oh, okay, sorry. I thought I had it all the way down. I don't. Let me turn it down a little here. I only want to hear your voice in my head. <laughs> oh, that was smooth, by the way. That's scary. Fat Dave, okay. Fat Dave is, is that a smooth player. Yeah, we can hear is you. That better? We can hear you better. Okay. And so he, he, he came out and he had the whole black getup uh, on and uh, I just started laughing and he looked at me and he said, what? And, and before he started to speak, he just put his hand up and he said, yes, I dress like this all the time. And uh, he had me in stitches walking through a Pier 1 shop with uh, uh, with him as he hid behind counters and different things and would, <laughs> would pop up. And, and he'd, he'd try to stand next to me, and then he'd you know, kind of like hide again in the sales or just watching him. And <laughs> he was just having a good time, and so was I. And uh, it was just the first time I had ever... Um, uh, spent any you know real time with him and saw the lightheartedness um, of him, 
And uh, we had a great weekend. We worked several times after that. And um, one of the shows, too, that I liked, he he was playing his uh, banjo, and he was making fun of the song by Usher, that song, Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he would just go, burp, burp, burp. Yeah. <laughs> so you, and every time he did it, it just yeah, it just cracked uh, cracked me up. But he gave me a lot of um, really good advice um, and wrote some really nice things uh, in emails and shared stuff with me. And uh, as you said, Susan, he just absolutely adored and worshipped his wife. Yeah, and, you got uh, you got to have a real Dickens Christmas walking around the mall with Dow, huh? <laughs> oh, I sure, I sure did. You I think sure he was did. out of a place walking yeah. around the mall like that? He'd go to the beach dressed like that. Yes, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, when he would do the whole thing about, you know, uh, seeing kids in the shopping carts, and he would just stand behind and look at the kid and do the slicing of the throat, you know, with his finger like, your neck. <laughs> That's scary. <laughs> it, it's just, uh, it's it's just so good. Um but yeah, he uh, a really kind, good-hearted uh, person. And as we all know, being in the comedy business, there's a lot of comedians who they like on stage and not off, and, and vice versa. But he was one that on and off stage was was just Dow, and he was uh, a great, great, great guy. We're happy to hear that you had good experiences with him. And I know you're going to be you're going to be coming into the studio in the next couple of weeks to come on the show. But are you going to, you're going yes, to be stop, I am. You're going to be stopping by Uncle Dow Tribute this weekend at Coconuts? Yes, I'm actually uh, I'm going to be doing Sunday. She's on the Sunday show. Yeah. Sundays. Sunday show. Sunday, mm-hmm. Sunday, Sunday, fun day. Sunday, All right. Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Our yeah. Yep. All right. Well, I look forward to seeing you, Karen. Definitely. Well, thanks. And, and thanks for having uh, having this on. Uh, it, uh, it, it's uh, definitely a good cause. I hope uh, we can raise a lot of money to help Kay out and uh, um, and just to, just to honor Dow. There you go. Yeah, Karen, you know Kay's going to be here all three days. Yeah, she'll be here. <laughs> She's flying down to be oh, here. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I know, I know I'm going to try to stop out on Saturday and Sunday night. Uh, hopefully there will be plenty of people coming out. And I again, hope so. Yeah. <laughs> well, and don't forget, if you want to get tickets, to go ahead and call Coconuts anytime between Tuesday and Friday. Uh, and, you know, any reasonable hour, 9 to 7, 8 o'clock at 727-741-8014. Some guy, Larry G, is going to answer the phone. He never him, sleeps. You can call in the middle of the night. It's okay. Tell him Fat Davey <laughs> sent you. Told him that you can pay full price for tickets. He's happy to take your money. <clears throat> Absolutely. Be happy to. There you go. So call up. Yeah. We can do credit cards. If you can't make it, you're more than welcome to make a $10 donation. And, again, all proceeds are going to go right to Uncle Dow's wife. So yeah, it's going to be, be real helpful. CDs. I was uh, just going to say, you can, if you can't come, you can always uh, buy a CD. How do they do that? Well, they, they can buy them at the show, or they can call they, and order in. Or on his Uncle website? UncleDow.com. They yeah, can order UncleDow.com. from you know, people that are out of state. I've had people buy tickets for the show from out of state that have no intention of right. being here for the show. They just right. want to you know, give a 10 or $20 donation to go to K because... Um, she's a wonderful person. Dow was just amazing, and he really deserves, you know. Yeah, I'd like to, to take a moment to acknowledge Steve. Um, this was his weekend to headline at Coconuts, yeah. and this would have been his weekend to get paid. Well, and I probably now, would have gotten a bad check anyhow. Now, <laughs> now, <laughs> Zinga! Yeah, now, 
Now he's going to be out that $75. There you go. For the whole weekend. $75? I was going to get a raise. Wow. No. No, I did. And that, that's why the reason we chose this weekend is it just came because to try and cancel other shows or whatever. And I told Larry, I, I called Larry and I said, you know, I, the weekend that I'm there, it's far enough away that we can actually sell tickets, but it's close enough where it's still making an impact. Oh, oh yeah. The, the only show that had to be bumped was mine. Because <laughs> I was part of the cholesterol as a comedy. So oh, that's right. Because there was a there was, there a, was a show, night so. late show right. that you yeah. were on and uh, a few other comics and I had to call yes. them. Your protege, I believe, Steve. Yeah. Is that so, true? Yes. So I, I sent emails saying, "Hey, um, we're gonna commandeer that weekend. And You're out. Push yeah. you back." And he said, "Well, you know, I did spend some money on some flyers." I'm like, "Dude, I'm out my whole paycheck for the weekend. <laughs> you can Buck sacrifice up. a couple bucks yeah. for flyers." Yeah, yeah, I'm the one that had called JT Burns oh, up, so come on. Fortunately, being like comedians, we're that. used to that. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about your damn luck. You're getting bumped, and uh, you're not getting paid. Yeah, right. Also, Wiley's in Dayton is doing a memorial show for Dow on um, February 15th. 15th. February yeah. 15th. So those of you that are listening in Dayton and up in, in, in Ohio, please make sure you hit that show. Um Jody and her husband are doing everything they can to to help out up on his home club on in the other state. Yeah, where yeah. he started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. That's yeah. That where did his... where did he get his start? Yeah, but Wiley's Wiley's that club. You know, he practically built that club. Right. I mean, he was him and Doctor Creep. No, was was that the one with Doctor Creep? Yeah. So yeah, that guy should call in tonight. Let's get him on the phone. <clears throat> Doctor Creep. He was the host of a uh, show. Uh, right. Can we call them up? Too. The people I, uh, that are hosting I, the show. I, I um the, I let the owners know about the show tonight, and hopefully they'll be giving us a call. I gave them the number, so. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but did, well, I wish you guys uh, good luck. I'll see you on Sunday. We'll see you Sunday, Karen. Have a great night, Karen. Right, Thanks for calling. Right, Karen. Take care. Good night. All right. Good night. Hey, any other comics out there? I know there's lots of comics from the Tampa Bay area that have gotten. A lot of great help from Uncle Dow. Maybe even gotten the opportunity to travel on the road with Uncle Dow a bit. What about the artist formerly known as Paul Smith? How about him? Do you think he'll call in? (laughs) You know, I think he should. I think everybody should call. Everybody should call in. Does anybody have his phone number? We could just call and harass him. (laughs) Or Johnny... Johnny, the great and powerful Oz. Yeah, the oh, great and powerful Oz with the ear infection. With the ear, not show. so powerful, huh? Tonight, yeah. Yeah. Actually, Johnny Oz is putting together a yes, um, slideshow, and he's um, before and during and then closing the show is going to be uh, slides and video snippets, and he's putting together a real presentation. Yeah, it's too bad Johnny could have been here because Johnny actually worked with him when he very first started with uh, Coconuts Dow, mm-hmm. and actually uh, Bob Shoemaker didn't really want Dow, he thought he was a little too weird. <laughs> really? Kind of, yeah. No. Wait, yeah, no, true story, really. He, he says, you know, you're kind of funny, but you're weird, and I think you're going to, like, freak people out too much, and we can't have you. you know. <laughs> he thought he would alienate the crowd, but he doesn't. He, I mean, he's so endearing, and he just Even takes the kids you, love him. Oh, every, everybody loves Dow, and, and like I said, he's just got this darkness that he goes to but it just you laugh and you realize that it's done because he's just a good-hearted fun-loving person yeah. and uh you know he did a lot of that um real campy like the horror the saturday afternoon horror movies with the campy you know yeah, he hosted them he hosted yeah, those yeah. yeah that was his yeah. background well he, dr creep was like his his he really looked mentor. up to mentor. Yeah. That's the word. Thank you. Mm, senior moment. Um, mentor. Yeah, yeah. And um, he kind of took on a lot of that 
persona. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he loved that Thank kind you, of stuff. The, you know, just the cheesy gore, you know. the. the as a matter of fact, uh, Johnny Hobbs, who's going to also be one of the comics that's coming Yay. in for the benefit this weekend, did a, like one of those perfect, just cheesy, low-budget slasher movies that Uncle Dow was in that filmed Recently, that last year. Recently, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just, filmed, just filmed it last year, and it's still... Um, they're starting to play it at um, different festivals and things like that and starting to get some Is it a slasher movie? Yeah, yeah, it's just a Duh. glory... <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, in like the fun-loving, yeah. you know, the dollars budget, you know, one yeah, of those exactly. Movies, yeah. the, the, been the, in one of those. Like Eating Raul, yeah. The fun, <laughs> those fun movies you go to watch at the, the drive-ins back when we were kids, you know, just yeah. the, the cheesy slasher films. And Dow loved that kind of, you know, that was his humor. He he dressed like he was an 1850 mortician. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Yeah, speaking about drive-ins, I just decided to quit smoking pot. <laughs> Why are we talking about that, Larry? I just, it just occurred to me. It just occurred no to you? Yeah. You know, are I, you, having, just, you know why? I went to a drive-in, and, and I was watching the movie through this And how long tiny, ago was this? Just a couple weeks ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was watching the movie. They had the, smallest, <laughs> they had the smallest screen I ever saw. It was this little tiny screen. I watched the whole movie, and when the end credits were running, I realized I was stoned, and I pulled in backwards. I was looking through my rearview mirror the whole time. <laughs> that must have been some really good pot. I just try to lighten it up a little bit. There you go. I understand. Let's take it off now. <laughs> well, I have I have one more quick story. Yeah. Yeah, you can. Or, you know, we, it's okay. a two-hour show. You it's can a two-hour show. Okay. Quick you have any, like, um, words short story. I, I posted a picture today of mentor. M e n t o r mentor. Mr. Personification. <laughs> Personification. P e r. Oopsie. Um. We did this show Steve, called we keep you awake. The Scoundrel Scapan, which we did at the Dayton Art Institute. It was part of Dayton Repertory Theater's summer festival or whatever. And, and we did it outside in a garden. And I played, of course, the ingenue, which was what I did back in those days. And there's a picture with Dow and tights and stuff. And um, I, we were sitting doing a scene outside in the courtyard. And, you know, it was all very, Sir, by all that heaven sees me, here's the person, you know, that really, you know, speak, whatever. A bee was stinging me on the head, and um, I never stopped. I was just like, the show must go on. It was stinging the shit out of my head. It hurt so bad, and I got off stage, and I saw it down, and I just went, motherfuck, just so loud that he actually remembered it, even though he wasn't on stage with me, but, you know, that that's he what we did. It. Well, when I got off stage, I just looked at him, what the fuck, you know, look at my head. You know, I had, a big, I had a big old lump on my head, but the audience never knew. There you go. No, the audience never Great knew. Story. It was right. funny. Let's gonna go. We're gonna go ahead and listen to another one of Uncle Dow's songs. We're gonna listen to Christmas carols. All right. Let's go ahead. Let's listen to Christmas carols, guys. I wanted to uh, do just a few carols here because, uh, well, you know, Christmas is a little different down in Florida. I'll tell you that. For one thing, those uh, sandball fights on those white beaches hurt. They hurt like hell. <laughs> Digging sand out of your ear for an hour. Little sand angels. <laughs> you get your carols changed. It's like, go rest that hairy gentleman, that fat man on the beach. He knows it's wrong to wear a thong, his butt is not a peach. And save us all from flab that falls over bird legs, white and bleached. Oh, the tide comes in and drowns that nasty old boy, nasty old boy. Oh, the tide comes in and drowns that nasty old boy. Up north are freezing. I ought to know is the place of my birth. You have to go outside while you're coughing, phlegm, and sneezing. And if 
you lock the ice or you step back on the snow shovel and the handle slaps your crotch and you fall to your knees and you hear the angel voices saying move south the weather's fine oh just move south where it stays warm Spurs go jingling, ting, ting, tingling too. Come on, it's lovely weather to be tied up in leather with you. I'm feeling kinky, but it's something slinky, won't you? Come on, it's lovely weather to be tied up in leather with you. Giddy up, giddy up, giddy up, let's go, let's put on a show. I'll ride you like a horsey in a rodeo. Giddy up, giddy up, giddy up, it's grand, just hurting your hand. Choose a pair of thumb screws for a pain that you just can't stand. Now you can't scream because you're biting on a rubber ball. As shakes here on my dungeon wall. And for your back a stretching rack and you'll beg for me to stop. But it won't until I hear your spine go pop. <laughs> pop, pop, pop. There's an iron made this heavy laid with studs and spikes. There's an outfit that I bought that every sadist likes. Hey, picture yourself in a tight black suit with a whip there in your hand. You'll be seen, maybe as the most mean tricks in all the land Out on the floor you're crawling and now you're bawling boo-hoo Come on, it's lovely weather to be tied up in leather with you Spurs go jingling, ting, ting, tingling too Come on, it's lovely weather, it's movie weather It's lovely weather, it's movie weather It's lovely weather to be tied up in leather with you Let me do one more, I just like this one My wife wants fat taken from her rump, 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 rump And injected in her lips to make them more plump, 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 plump So the doctor sucks out each fatty clump, plump, plump, plump With his handy liposuction, pop, pop, pump, pump Hopefully everybody enjoyed those great parody songs. And we're going to turn this one over to my lovely dominatrix friend. You know, right, I, will, I will never let that down. But uh, but now that you mention it, I'll go ahead because he's not going to let it go until I do. Am I right, I'm, I'm Steve? A, I'm Am I right? I'm a fat, almost 40-year-old right? pervert. So. Right. Let me, let me just get it over with. Yeah. One of the things that Dow always encouraged me to do was to speak my truth. I mean, I think that for comedians, you know... Um, that's why we're so fucked up, I guess, because <laughs> we have a lot of pain and, you know, we don't need any attention or anything. But um, 
So he really encouraged me to talk about my years that, you know, that I was in Hollywood and stuff, you know, as a young actress and stuff. And so one of the jokes that was, you know, born of that was from Eating My Roll. So, Davey, you can touch yourself while I tell this. It's all right. Nobody can see. That's I did that cool. before we got Oh, here. you did it before we got here. So, I, I pulled up the movie okay, on YouTube. Wait, wait, wait. But you're right about nobody can see. Yeah, right. But anyway, so one, one of the jokes he wanted me to tell was um, when uh, I got recognized by a fan. And um, this guy came up to me. And this, this was recently, within the last couple of years. He goes, oh, my God. It really is you. He remembered me, you know, as the dominatrix. He goes, when I was 14, I used to jack off to you all the time. (laughs) Until he got a new picture. And I, like, stopped and looked and went, you know, uh, I'm a 56-year-old woman. That is the nicest thing (laughs) anybody (laughs) has ever said to me. And so, you know, and and it's become a joke that that I, you know, people kind of get me a lot better from – Talking about myself, which, you know, like I don't want to talk about divorce. I don't want to be one of those bitter old, you know, bags, you know, that talks about that kind of stuff. I do rag on my kids, as we all know, because I love them so much. I guess they're listening, I'm guessing. They might be. Yeah. I don't know. Come on. You could, I know. They, 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 they well, could you're be. you're saying nice things about them, so we assume they're Well, they know listening. I love them. They know I do. Um, but um, I... Um, posted uh, on, on my Facebook page a note that Dow sent me because I sent him a clip of that joke and I said, you know, I wanted you to see this because you've been encouraging me for a few years to do this, to talk about that stuff and I've been kind of hesitant too. So, you know, um, and, and he sent me this really nice note back that you guys probably all read. It was like, you know, that's it. That That's what I'm talking about. Talk about you. You're unique. You're who you are. You have your own experiences that no one else has. And he even said, who else, you know, had Sean Connery come up to them and say, you must be Susan. Like, <laughs> and it's true, you know. I mean, uh, and so, you know, he was right. But I was always hesitant because, you know, you don't want to be a name dropper. You don't want to be one of those assholes, you know, that I've been to Hollywood. Yeah, you know, Robert De Niro told me that. Don't ever drop names. <laughs> <laughs> and you listened, Steve. You listened well. But um, but but that was very cool, you know. And he was always very, you know, we were actually working on doing a full um, length if Romeo and Juliet had lived right. and and yeah. what the relationship you know and, and them going through a divorce you yeah know, oh that, perfect uh, would have been yeah and we, we kids you know, keep killing themselves <laughs> yeah you know it's like before Viagra you know she was you know but um, yeah I mean it was all you know the thing the thing about him that that helped me because having known him as an actor and using other people's words it's very very different when you put your own words in there you know you're the writer you're the producer you're the director and the star it's different you know there's there's nobody else to hide behind you know as we all know but that's the rush of it right you know and I think you could see him on stage and watch him do that free fall as he performed because he dug it so much and because he dug it so much his audience did you know and and anybody who watched it was contagious because I don't care if he felt like shit if he you know was sick or didn't feel well that last show from from Wiley's just blew my mind because you would you didn't know until the very end when he needed help off the stage you know that that was that was his last you know yeah he sat in the chair and just gave it his all and he was just amazing and then as like you said and at the very end when he went to leave the stage you realize well we He's so frail at this point, and you would have never known watching him perform because while he was performing, he was just a consummate performer. He's yes. been performing <laughs> all of his life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, pretty much. It's like a professional wrestler. So when they say when they step in the ring, all the pain goes away. That 
being in front of the audience was his energy. It was, you know, whatever, you know, it was it was his addiction. That yeah. and that and finding Kay. Yeah. <laughs> there you but go. His final show, and it, I, I, it's on YouTube, where his last show. January got, 7th, I believe. Yeah, he got a standing ovation. He got and a, that... Well, here's what's freaky. Oh, yes. Is the sail cat landing on his oh, head. Oh, my God. That that's was, uh, that's that, almost... I've seen him do that a million times, and not once never, have I never, seen him I've land that. I've 18 years. I've never seen it happen. That's and divine intervention right there, man. Uncle Dow closed with a bit called Sail Cats, and it was about... <laughs> his, uh, a cat about getting his, rolled over. Right. When he was a kid... Sun baked it to, dry. That you'd get a, a cat, he'd go and look for roadkill, cats that were flattened out, and he'd dry them out and use them as frisbees. And that was his favorite toy, is to go out and play with <laughs> these dried out, squished cats. And they were called sail cats, and he'd have frisbee tournaments with dried up dead cats. And oh, wow. <laughs> it, was, it was a hysterical song. It was. And, and then he had frisbees well they, he, he used paper, um, plates. paper plates instead of frisbees and he had little he'd take the time in the afternoon to draw little caricatures of uh dead cats on the paper plates and he'd start throwing them out at the audience and then of course the audience would start throwing the paper plates back at him mm-hmm. and that was his big clothes and it was yeah. just a real audience interactive with the paper plates flying That's while awesome. he sang this song about playing frisbee with dead animals <laughs> <laughs> and if you got one on his <laughs> top hat he got a free CD. And he always yeah. made the thing that, hey, if you can throw it without actually walking up and placing it on my top right. hat, if you can throw it and land it on my top hat, I'll give you a free CD. Yeah. And nobody ever did. No, nobody, except that last show. Last and it's on, last that's show unbelievable. Uh, one of the paper plates landed on the top amazing, of his top yeah. hat. Yeah. yeah, a friend of mine saw that at Dutton No Down, and he goes, man, was there like a string tied to that or something? <laughs> he just pulled. I go, no. You know, he's not... He's not that bad. Oh. That was pure luck right there. Yeah, that was just amazing. It was perfect timing. It was meant to be. Yes. Well, out there. Where, where did we lose Uncle Larry <laughs> oh, to? Uncle Larry. Where did Uncle Larry go? Well, he's a little older than He's having else. another it one. It takes him longer to pee. That's what happens when you get older. Is he having a senior moment? Did he forget why he's, he's standing in there wondering why he went there? Where is he? He probably got lost. Yeah. <laughs> He, he did. He, walked a a straight straight line he left the, the he left the building and can't get in because he doesn't know the code. <laughs> you're not good, but you can't. Well, no one in. tell him. <laughs> yeah. If your phone rings, don't answer it. There you go. Hey, <laughs> and anybody out there, if you want to call in and say hello, tell some stories about Uncle Dow, you can reach us at seven two seven five nine four. I'm sorry, five nine seven four zero two two. Again, that's seven two seven five nine seven four zero two two. And don't forget to start blowing up. Coconuts or Larry's phone tomorrow to buy your tickets and right. make your donations at 727-741-8014. It'd be funny if somebody rang his phone now while he was peeing. Probably all freak <laughs> him out. Well, he doesn't have his MasterCard machine in the yeah, restroom, so don't, so don't yeah. call him now. Sure? Yeah, yeah he, you never know. But definitely oh, wait, the best time to text. call him is between 12... If you know, you're in the Tuesday. Tampa Bay area, anyone who's in the Tampa Bay area, please come out to these yep. fundraisers yes. because it, it really is. It, he's such a wonderful man, and the shows are gonna, the shows are going to be phenomenal. Everybody's shows. coming out. There, there's over 30 different comedians, professional comedians, oh, yeah. that are coming out to perform through the course mm-hmm. of these five shows. There's probably going to be like eight, nine. And none of us make show. any money. It's all for the. It's all for uh. <laughs> yes, for pay his exactly. Exactly. You know, exactly. that's what's so cool. It's, you know? I mean, yeah. comics flying in, comics coming from all over, donating their time yeah. to be a part of this to raise money for K. Here's what kills me, man: is show business isn't right. One of the Kardashians could die tomorrow and get all raise millions of dollars, but not 
one of them has near the talent nah. that Dow had. You know what I mean? That is so wrong about. But he children. had no ass, so there you go. It's a yeah, and he didn't know people would. <laughs> he didn't marry Bruce Jenner's son. But he he did have the long rock star hair too, so. Yeah, he was rocking that for a long time. And that's we were. He'd always say we're kindred spirits. Us long-haired hippies. He always had long hair. <laughs> yeah. I, I never knew him without. With, well, without long hair. I'd be there too if I had it. Yeah. <laughs> I could grow it long around the sides. Yeah, you could grow, grow a little ponytail. That might look good on your no, Steve. Yeah, it's a look. Well, you know. not for a college graduate. Oh, I'm gonna. I, I'm actually thinking about doing. I, I grew my beard back and I started looking like Bob Shoemaker. I go, yeah, that's it. I'm gonna do. For, I'm gonna do the Shoemaker look. Man. <laughs> I have the white beard and the gray hair. And, yeah. I think now that I could look like. I think now that Steve Baird is a college graduate, he needs <laughs> to start going back on the road and working the college circuit. Yeah. He could tell. He, you could do jokes about what it's. What it's now. What no, it's like I can't. to be older than dirt and go back to school. Uh, that was pretty cool, man, actually. I think uh, the kids today, they, uh, you know, <laughs> I'd see some posts. I go, really? This person can read? <laughs> and I got I got magna cum laude, which at first I thought was just me screaming when I had sex. <laughs> but uh, no, it's actually the top 10% of the class. And I'm thinking, oh, I don't know. I don't think I'm that smart. I'm sure somebody's lowered the bar for me. And is, it a, <laughs> is it a grave? Graded on a curve, is that what it is? <laughs> there you go. You got brownie points probably for being funny in class. No, I wa- actually I was very serious in class. Only once did I crack a joke at the very and end. And what of what was that joke? I Steve? can't remember. No? It was schoolwork. Oh. You I made a joke I about can't remember what I, nah, I made I made a funny there at the end of one paper and I can't <laughs> remember what it was. But I got an A plus on it, so it must have been a good one. But I don't remember what it was. You made a funny. My father used to tell me when I was a kid you made a funny. Well, I'm used to writing comedy and then when you do college it's not <laughs> comedy anymore. It's all writing being serious and I found that very hard for me to do without you know, oh this is funny but I can't put it in there, that kind of stuff. So although comedy and college both start with C, they're nothing to do? No. They're totally different. That is good to know, man. I'm yeah. Glad you, I'm glad you yeah. educated me on that. Well, if I went to college, I'd just be funny in the room, which is what I did through high school and junior high anyway. <laughs> and that's why I you just, had to wait until you were that's why I got out of college. Yeah. Comedy first, college second. There I you know go. it's not alphabetically correct, but that's the way I did it. I, well, I, go, ahead. go ahead. I was just going to say I spent my whole college career in the backseat of a 78 Cutlass Supreme with a redhead doing things what I thought I should be doing, but turned out were not good for my future. No. no. And he didn't like it very much either. <laughs> <They> were, <laughs> that's messed up, man. I like my I like my guys to be brown hair. Like girls are red hair. <laughs> See, did you hear what he said? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Steve Eric told me twice a year don't make you queer, so he seems like a pro. What was that, Steve? I've never heard that. Somehow you got thrown in the mix, Steve. Got thrown me He'd be telling tales. I didn't, I didn't want to say it was Larry. Well, here comes Larry. How was it, Larry? We were, I was worried about hey, you. Doesn't he have red hair? <laughs> Here's the red hair in the back. <laughs> did, did everything come out okay, Larry? I, I was building a phone call, actually, is what I was doing. We have a little uh, long story for another show. But anyway, what, what's this? Is this... Uh, some more of his. Uh, oh, okay. All right. I'm sorry. Microphone. Microphone closer. There we go. Yeah, is you this, think you were professional. Is this more Hep C here? Hep C. Yeah, that's some Hep C liquid from Steve Baird. He made sure. He didn't to... drink out of his glass, did he? Oh, he just licked the sides. I drank out of this. Oh God. I'm telling you guys, you're gonna be breaking out with something. You sit here long enough with him. Yeah, we got Steve Baird in the studio, and he he's totally disease ridden, and he's trying to drink out of everybody's cup. We're gonna do. We're gonna do one of. Uh, 
Dow's very favorite bits, and and I think you asked for it earlier. Banjovi. Yes. We're gonna play Banjovi. Are we gonna go to Banjovi right next? after right after commercial? We're gonna do a commercial, and then we're gonna go to Banjovi. So stay tuned. All right. All right. For a treat. I like how Larry does my commercial breaks. Will you come? Because I hate doing no commercials. You go to my commercial breaks from here on out, sir. All right. Sounds All right. good. Just call me, and I'll do them. No, I'm kidding. That's <laughs> Let's go to commercial break. Whatever I gotta do for you, buddy. Hey, Florida. In these uncertain economic times, are you worried about your job now, in the future? Well, now may be the perfect time to investigate a new career as a consignment first franchise owner. We are a Carolina company with a solid 25 year history of success. Be in business for yourself, but not by yourself. With 10 successful North and South Carolina locations and more to come, we are ready to expand into Florida at this time. For no obligation information packet, please send emails to dave at consignmentfirst.com. That's D-A-V-E at C-O-N-S-I-G-N-M-E-N-T-F-I-R-S-T dot com. Once again, that's Dave at consignmentfirst.com. If not now, when? Hey, we'll do a little Van Jovi. Get this out there. We'll try to get a little bit of everything tonight. Hey, come on in here. There we go. Whoop. That sounded good. <laughs> Guy back there doing the sounds going, ah! These will keep you alive in the hill country A banjo. Boy, you carry this around when you're doing gigs through the hill country, boy. And good old boys look at long-haired guys like, you look like a girl. You think, man, who you been screwing, buddy? Damn. <laughs> you with a bearded lady at a carnival or what? You guys are a lot nicer than most audiences. You pick this thing up, most of them are like, play dueling banjos. You know, one guy sitting up here. Actually, that's how I ended up in Florida. I was out there canoeing. I went, we ain't going ashore. I've seen the movie. <laughs> Stop until we hit the Gulf of Mexico this time. Shit fire. Or as they say, no quid. Yeehaw, defecate flames. Yeah, a little higher class briar up in that area, I think. Fancy lawn ornaments. It's too hyper, isn't it? You ever go to a square dance? They start playing this kind of music, you know? Some maniac gets up on the mic. Swing your partner around and around. Throw the wall, catch her on the rebound. Swing your partner north and south. Kick her the shin, slap her in the mouth. Dial him in left, elbow in the gut. Spin around dizzy, fall on your butt. What the hell's going on? That man's trying to kill us up there. I got dozy do marks up and down my body here. 
I see some people they're wearing their square dance outfits on, they're going into Bob Evans' deep breakfast. I whip my banjo out and I get right behind them. Cork marks in their face, their frisbee pancakes and waffles. Through that damn hippie and his banjo. Making us eat too fast. That makes you hyper. I played at uh, Eastwood Park here in this uh, town. Played at a bluegrass festival. I got up there on stage. I'd never looked at a bluegrass audience before. Thousands of people just. Start freaking you out. You're like, what the hell is going on here? And you guys all scooching forward or what? You don't dare look at each other. Their faces collide. Well, they're all ugly, toothless people slapping their faces together like that. use a banjo just to pick things up, you know. You, I think they should use these at funerals. You know, when I die, I'm going to have a banjo player, you know. On your way past the coffin, read the tags on the flowers. Keep that line a-moving or we'll be here for hours. Ladies, grab your hankies. You'll find them in your purse. Men, grab a hand, roll the throw that casket in hers. we people, damn, that was a good funeral. We got out of there like that. You going to the funeral? Hell yes, we had a blast last time. I never hear that. My funeral's gonna be fun. Black balloons. Little just buried sign on the hearse, people honking horns. <laughs> Yay, six feet shorter. <laughs> Serve drinks. I'll have another stiff one. Oop, sorry. <laughs> you got the rock picked out. I got a little rock like this. I'm chiseling in real small letters. It's gonna say, if you can read this, you're squatting on my face. You know, just something. <laughs> Lighten up the graveyard a little bit. <laughs> what do you think? You should put something on there right to the reader, you know, like uh, put your ear to the ground if you hear something, start digging, you know, things like that. In the world. What could you do if you reached up and grabbed your ankle right now? I just want one that says, a curse on all who read this. <laughs> I love freaking people out, boy. I used to drive a hearse, or as they say here in Dayton, a hearst. I don't know why they add letters on in this town, but they do. You still driving that hearst? I had no ideal. Where does that come from? They're making it harder now. everything. Hearses are fun. Pull up beside hitchhikers, get in the back. <laughs> ah, you gotta keep people's hearts pumping. The minute I got on the plane, boy, I tell you, I just, as soon as that plane takes off, I like to lift that little window up and look out. Ooh, that's no good. People on the plane like, what, what? Oh, nothing. I'm not one to start a panic. Hell, we might make it. Makes the ride more exciting. My friends used to come to my shows tripping their brains out in the old days, you know. I'd be up here. You quit a man, the floor's doing well these numbers on. She's freaking us out. It is just a stick on a drum. Looks like a tambourine with a woody, doesn't it? 
can't rock out on these. You aren't going to find somebody going, you know, on MTV playing lead lines. Or... <laughs> you imagine like, hey, y'all, look, I'm going to play a little Usher for you. <laughs> yeah. 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 Bluegrass. <laughs> yeah. Imagine that you go down to Tennessee, somebody goes, We like to do good old Led Zeppelin number for you right now. <laughs> you night cooling, baby, I ain't pooling. I'm gonna send you back to skewling. Way, way down inside. I'm gonna give you my love. I'm gonna give you my love. I'm gonna hula love. Some of you are laughing, some of you are looking at me like, I kind of like it. I'm gonna do some more of that bluegrass Led Zeppelin, Uncle Dowd. Hey, cow, you know the way you move. You wanna make me milk you till your teeth turn blue. You are back live with the Let's Be Frank show and our Uncle Dow tribute. And don't forget, if you want to call into the station, it's 727-597-4022. I think we are going to go live to our caller, Robin Savage. Come on in, Robin. Hey, baby. How are you? Not too bad, Robin. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. You guys are having a great show. Thank, Thank you, you very much. Hey, Robin. Hey, Susan. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm glad you could call in because you had us all at the room that you book. When was that? Do you I remember? did. Do you it was Chase Club. It was. I knew that. When was it? Was it like uh, April or May? Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, something like that. But that's what that picture was you were looking at earlier with Robin Savage and Anaria, who are both with the Funny Divas, as well as Long Island Mary, who wasn't at that particular show. But we all did a show with Dow at the Room Robin Books, the Chase Club. How come he gets to hang out with the Funny Divas and I don't? I didn't say Divas around me, baby. How'd you get down for that show, Robin? He did it as a giant favor to me, <laughs> and they liked him so much, yeah. they brought him back just to play music. Yeah, that's that was so <laughs> awesome. He did a lot of jobs like that as well. Oh, in, yeah. In the comedy clubs, he'd come in and play. When they weren't doing comedy, he'd just come in as a you know straight music actor. Oh, he did that at Larry's for a long yeah. time, right outside there. Well, in the, uh... Oh, I was going to say, I actually had a good story about that, because he went and he played Chase Club a couple months after, and they kept trying to have him tell a joke, and he wouldn't. And I asked him about that later on, and he said, since I booked the room, he wasn't going to do any comedy because he didn't want to step on my toes. And I thought that was really decent. See, and that just shows what exactly. a stand-up, wonderful person he was. And, um, we call it a mensch, Steve. We he looked evil and demented, faith. but he was a good soul. Right, right a mensch, right? <laughs> 
Such a mensch. Such a mensch. Wait a are minute. You, are you talking Jewish again? Yeah. A little bit. Sure it's sounds what I like do. it, Robin. Right, Robin. You're gonna no start idea. on me, Robin. You got two Jews, a rock. You got two Jews, a rocker, and an old guy. And I know. Jews walk into a bar. No, wait a minute, Robin. What Again? quarter? Wait a minute. You, Robin is one part. What is it like? One sixteenth. Your your little toe. One eighth Jew. Yeah, so and it's she, really growing out of the top of my head. Yeah. Well, you, she thinks she's an authority on oh. the Jewish person, on the tribe. But yes. you, you know I, quite a, a bit. I'm a I'm official tribe member. I know you are. They took off the little piece of the piece. They Wait. made me speak the Bible out of the Torah. Did you they read from me... the Torah? Yeah. That's a turn on. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I could still recite, recite some of the stuff. Shouldn't it be like Davy Frankelstein instead of this Dave Frank? <laughs> they probably shortened it at Ellis Island. To, uh, it, right? got they probably it got shortened from Franco from Spain. Oh, I thought that was your tribute to Anne Frank. No, no. They <laughs> <laughs> I think I guess was, she didn't have any heirs, did she? Yeah, I think there was an ooh. That was None that we know cool. of, Steve. Man, <laughs> all, all, all her all her memories are written down in the diary, though. That's right. No family, just memories. But no, they shortened our last name from Franco when we left Spain, which I'm not sure and that far ago. We would like to know what Robin Savage is shortened from. Robin, what 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 is Savage shortened from? It's a fake name. <laughs> <laughs> Savage. I'm guessing Savage is from her uh, Cherokee uh, heritage. Do you have a, hey, Robin, it's, I, uh, it's, it's my high school mascot. Like, that's how nerdy I am. Well, I was, uh, I've been playing Angry Birds, Robin, and right. none of those birds have any names, and I thought, what a perfect name for one of the Angry Birds. Robin, Robin Savage. Savage. I want that pig. <laughs> <laughs> That, that you savagely want that. So when thing. did you first meet Dow? I, 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 I never heard the story of how you met him. I believe I was just doing a guest set at um, Coconuts, and he was playing his music, and I, him and his wife, Kay, were in the bar, and I sat down and on the bar, and I was talking with them, or at the bar, not on the bar, and I was talking with them, and uh, he's just fascinating. I mean, he had all these, like, old-school stories from the roaring 80s when comedy was like, you, you guys know. You know comedy like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we, yeah, we know. Our <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. I think I, I might have been watching some stuff on TV. And you were just born, and you were just learning on a walk. <laughs> We were out there living the dream. We were out there living the dream, Robin. We were out there living the dream while you were playing Barbies. I was out there dreaming of living. (laughs) (laughs) Well, everyone always compares me to Paula Poundstone, and he said, you know, you actually don't really look that much like her because he had known her in person. So I thought that was actually kind of cool. Well, the Flintstones. That was a huge compliment. The Flintstones, it was (laughs) Paula Poundrock. (laughs) <laughs> oh man comedians do like to cut up on comedians we do and i love robin robin's a member of the funny divas we've got a show coming up next month um actually i'm going to be minus one on that show because it's it, it collided at the same time as chase club so I'm hey i'm open oh, no no you've got a penis yeah i'm open I don't have a penis, but I have have big boobs. You have big boobs? I don't have big boobs, and I'm a diva, so there you go. Oh, well, I'm sorry to hear you're not going to be there, Robin. But you can see Robin this weekend at the Uncle Dow Memorial Tribute Show. That's right, Robin. What night night are you performing? Uh, I'm going to get there... uh, try to if, actually, Steve. If you could get me on the very first like early slot of the early Friday, because the then Friday I have to show, run exactly. off to do my uh, 
my nerdy uh, smart comedy support group. And then uh, Sunday I'm, I'm doing it as well, too. Yes, so Robin, early Friday and Sunday. Robin Savage will be there the early show Friday night and the Sunday show. Like, and, there, there's different so comics every show. Yeah, and you're in for a treat to see Robin. Robin's one of my, my favorite. And I've seen, Robin, I've seen your, your set how many times? Oh, we could probably do each other's set uh, <laughs> as far as the, all the demons. And I laugh. Oh, you're talking about the set. Her oh, set. I yeah. want to see Robin and Susan do each other. Yeah, <laughs> that's what, exactly. Or their sets. That's what I thought. It must have cut out there first. Well, <laughs> we don't divas don't do each other. Yeah, well. that's 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 the that's the we diva work code. That's the diva code. We work outside our own circle. That's that's how we roll. <laughs> what's it what's it take to get on the outside of the circle then? Oh my God, he's not going to let up, Robin. Which t- <laughs> they're not. They're not. <laughs> Oh my goodness! No, Susan, do you need me to, to 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 call police escort? You have your your, your whistle with you. I'm good. Yeah, come so on. Now, your story about the guy who told you how he used to jerk off when he was 14 was yeah. it David Frank? <laughs> no, it was not Fat David. Yes, yes, Steve. Yes, it was. <laughs> All right, you got me. Come get me. Hook up the click. Click me up and take me and away. And then Steve Baird told me he used to jerk off when he was in his 30s and watched it. So there you go. No, I'm you you not, know I'm what's funny about that? Home. I got to tell you though, um, Robin. I'm oh. sorry to take up your time, but this guy in Albania oh. put me on YouTube with, and he took out all the comedy and just had me in leather, like you know, with a whip and stuff. <laughs> as the S and M As a real dominator in Albania, and his name is Ultimate Toe Sucker. And my son, <laughs> no, it really kind of freaked me out. It was like, lick my boots, pig, because I still I still remember doing. That and going, this is for every guy who's ever done me wrong. Lick my boots, pig. You know, I was just like totally bleh. And um, anyway, my son saw it. He was like 16 or 17 at the time. Blocked it. You know, had it taken off YouTube because I'm his mother. You know, right. he, just, he didn't want his friends to go, hey, I saw your mom on YouTube with a whip, you know, wearing a leather corset. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Hey, nice. Did, didn't you say they're reintroducing the movie? I heard they were re-releasing it because it's the 30th year anniversary of the. the 30th. Oh, that'd be cool. I, yeah, I was 12 when I when I did that movie. So. Yeah, you were 12. Yeah, <laughs> an elementary school dominatrix. Yes. In training. Yeah, now, you're just gonna get some producer fired or sued. Whatever. I need. Mean, we, well, this isn't about me, but um, uh, Robin was very cool and, and and is very cool for you know she's she's a comedian like like us and she has gotten hold of a room in her neighborhood and has actually gotten to hire other comedians and that is Robin you know just really awesome and I really admire I you think for that. Both 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 Steves have played that room as well too. Yes. yes. Yeah. She won't have me back, but. Steve's ready to come back. Steve can't come back. He wanted to know if he had to service you in order to get a spot there again. That's all I'm saying, Robin. You you, you too can have a little taste over there. That's all. (laughs) I made a pledge to the bar owner that I wouldn't uh, wouldn't bring headliners back within 12 months. So I thought that. Well, you and I know you you kind of got the short end of the deal, Steve Eric, because it was a hockey game, so there wasn't yeah. a lot of people there. But you'll you'll be there. Well, here's what's going to happen. I'm going to die, and you're going to and and I was going to have a chase club here next year. You're not going to die. Yeah, oh know, my God, here we still, go. Still, wouldn't it be nice if she booked me and then I die? She's going to book you. I know. Wouldn't but it be I can't nice make if she the... booked you and then you died? What, yeah. What, what, wouldn't it be nice if she booked you and you lived? I, I think. How about that? That's a better. <laughs> I like that. It. Heck with Mr. Negativity. He's funnier than me, but I have a terrible viewpoint on life. I didn't expect to live this I didn't expect to live this And booked all of you guys again. There you go. <laughs> and again. Hey, you know what? You'll make more money as a booking agent. I know booking agents that made a lot more money than I did as doing comedy. And where are they now, Steve? Well, they're uh, sitting back high uh, in their big mansions. Really? Oh, yeah. 
Oh, and yeah. You are high up in the Hadusso Towers. So you see that, Robin? Radio. There's a future. I know. Well, Booking I'm, agents. I'm, I'm sitting on a wing of my house just from what Chase Club provides a lot. There you go. Nice. Yeah, you won't you won't be able to retire. Kids there. are going to private school, I hear. Yeah. You hired a yeah. maid. Yes. We know. We it's know a, your type. It's a private school meeting. Wing. Private school meaning nobody knows where it's at, right? <laughs> she's well, Robin's. You know, she's a stand-up co- uh, comedian, but she has two young kids. Young I do. kids, you do. I got a six-year-old and a seven-year-old. Yeah, and I think when I met you, they were like what, like two and three or three and four. I mean, they were little, little, little. And uh, yeah, I started Robin, doing comedy when my daughter was nine months. They're only a year apart. Yeah, well, like nineteen months. Wow. Oh, that's so, what we so call your husband Irish didn't twins. waste any time, did he? Thank God that kid's gone. <laughs> Irish twin. You're calling me a whore, is that it? No. I <laughs> no, just thought was, it was very, kind of quick. One thought, year. I mean, That was your mother-in-law. There's right? nine months in the womb, right? Is it a year from then? 19 months. 19 months? 19 months. Wow. Yeah. 19 months between our two kids. Oh, oh, oh okay. I got you. Right. I've got, I've oh, got two kids. There's Sorry. seven months between Robin, them. Robin, I would never say anything out. bad about you. You know that. <laughs> You, <laughs> you were just harassing her about not booking you. I wasn't harassing her about that. She, she's not booking and, Steve either. And she booked Steve booked because they have all. the same hair. That's why. She explained it. They can't do it within a year. Hey, <laughs> hey, Robin, I'm not a headliner, so you could book me more than once. Ooh. <laughs> you got to do a guest yeah, set first. I was gonna say you haven't done a guest spot, yeah. yeah. You, no. uh, you can't, you can't do it this time because it's a, uh, it's, it's the, uh, it's the My Blue Valentine. It's a dirty show with girls. An only, area but, is, um, is that an area? Come and show? watch a dirty girl show. Yeah, an area is. That's an area, yeah, right? That's a, that's Anaria's baby. She's kind of putting this together. She's just doing it in my club. Yeah, and actually, Nolan, who's here, who's, who's running this joint, he and I did a guest set together at Chase Club. is another was... one of the comics who's going to be at the Uncle Dowling. Yes, she is. With go. Pretty Paul Parsons. Pretty Paul and Parsons. is that can... Friday night? They're Pretty Paul there. Parsons and Anaria are going to be there Friday night. Yeah, yeah. And, so uh, And Robin <laughs> will be at the early show Friday. <laughs> what? Yeah. Well, Pretty Paul... He doesn't go on the computer, so if you ever have a computer dialogue with someone, it's not really Paul. <laughs> <laughs> it's an area. <laughs> Doing it for Paul. Yes. So, so anyhow, so we were IMing each other back and forth about the shows, and um, I asked. So I asked Aniria. I said, "Can Paul do both shows?" Or I, I was more rude. I said, "Well, can uh, Paul stay up late enough to do both shows?" <laughs> 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 to which she responded, "This is really Paul, and I'll stay up as late as <laughs> I'll stay up all night as long as you're sucking my dick." <laughs> yep, that's Paul, all right. <laughs> yeah, Man, he he plays the dirty Santa and everything. Still, I mean, he's one of. The- I know, you know, my kids were so glad because I, I I always told my kids that um, I know we're getting off topic, but I always told my kids, you know, being Jewish, that Santa exists. You know, he just doesn't come to our house because we celebrate Hanukkah. Because I didn't want my kids to be the Jews that told all the Christian kids that there was no Santa. <laughs> so I told him there was, you know, no, there they was. Just Santa. Told there was no Christ. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait a minute. But then. And then you know what happens. Then but, there's no Easter Bunny. But then they saw Pretty Paul as Santa, and they went, "Oh God, thank God he doesn't come to our house." <laughs> Anyway. That, that was Raul all growing up. Oh, Pretty God. Paul Parsons. All right, let's get this over. Yes. I, I need the dominatrix from eating Raul to kiss Fat Davy on the cheek once, and then I'll let it go. Oh, that was a lick. I wasn't even expecting that. <laughs> Woo! What is going on? Ooh, sandpaper. Well, we're starting the movie now. <laughs> 
We're gonna make the radio a, show called, is over. Yeah, it's called Senior Porn Hour. <laughs> 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 oh, this has really gone downhill. But you know what? Dow would love that, good. wouldn't he? Yes, yes he would. It's, it's and I don't think this table will hold up, to be honest with you. <laughs> I could sit back in the chair, though. Yeah. This is turning into like the Fat Davey Milf Hunter Hour. <laughs> <laughs> I got My Robin on the phone. Got, now I got to get a kiss from Robin next time I see okay, her. Okay, Robin, you got to lick the other side. You got to get the, what side is that? Left, you right, got the right left. side. You got to get the right. You got to get the. Yeah, right. I, w- I would just want to lick the top of his head. That's what okay, I there you do. go. And you know what? He he will touch himself while you do it, guaranteed. <laughs> um, I'm making Steve Eric laugh. You don't know. This is big time. Over that's here. a hard thing to do. It is a hard thing laugh. to do. See, I can't get too close to Steve Eric, or our hair will like fight. So we we have to be careful. <laughs> It'll on be that like one. Velcro. Well, <laughs> 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 have you had a magnetic <laughs> pull? Robin, I've never seen you fight with anybody. It would be like an it's like the Aquanet uh, confrontation there. <laughs> It'd be a weird ozone between the two. <laughs> How uh, many cans of Aquanet you go through in a oh, week, there, Steve? I don't use hairspray at all. I don't do anything. Come I on, use, I haven't. You seen mean that's your natural? Hair. I don't do. Any, use when? No, I use whatever. Is on hotel sale. gives out for free shampoo <laughs> bottles, and I don't, I don't get it cut. I don't do anything to it. This is just what it looks like. Aniria's gonna, gonna call in. I'm just giving you're her just the a number. Lucky bastard. I, I can't even have hair anymore. Uncle Dow had more hair his entire life than I've ever had. At the and end, if you look at the pictures of him between. You know, when he was younger, and he looked at his hairstyle, his everything. He looked exactly all the way the down same. to yeah. the beard and everything. Yeah. No, well, I, he never had a beard when he was younger. I was going to say when I, I was looking at the picture from when you guys but were the in high school. Was yeah, identical. exactly. Yeah, I mean, he was even blonde. Uh huh. Yeah. All right, Robin. Well, we're going to let you go because I think we have some other callers getting ready to call in. Everybody's time, getting excited. Time to tuck those little bastards in bed, Robin. Tuck those bastards <laughs> oh, in bed. Oh, they've been, they've been sleeping for two hours. They, oh, you <laughs> yeah, lucky thank, Oh, my Mama's God. Mama's drinking time. Yeah, Mama. there you go. Thank God <laughs> for Benadryl. <laughs> go right. back to making time. Love you, girl. All right, Robin. Bye, Robin. Oh, I love you guys, and we'll see you this weekend. See okay. you, Robin. Bye-bye. Bye, Robin. All right, who, who, who do we got on hold there, Jesus Nolan? Uh, we're going to have Pretty Paul Parsons in a minute. Uh, let's Pretty go to, I'm going to go ahead and get him online, and then I'll tell you when he's ready to be patched through. While we go to a song, while you do that, let's play another one of Uncle Dow's songs. Yeah, yeah take it's the probably phone call right area. now. It's probably. You are live on the Let's Be Frank show. Who's our caller? This is Aneria. Hey, Aneria. Hi, Aneria. Turn down your radio hey, a little bit. how is everybody? Turn I'm listening to you guys. I just got home. Where were you? And I'm listening to everybody. You guys are having a good old time. I hear all this licking, and I'm like, wait a minute. I thought this was about <laughs> Uncle Dow. It is, but, you know, if that... If that, if that I'm channeling me, Dow. He told me to lick his cheek. That's there you go. I, I, <laughs> I never met Uncle Dow, but I appreciate that perverted nature in him that he would send that message to now, to me. And, and Aria, he said perverted. <laughs> Could you tell us a little about yourself then? Yeah, because I hear you have a dirty... <laughs> Could I what? Could I, I tell you have a dirty myself in what? Yeah, yeah, tell us a little about yourself then, now that perversion has come into the conversation. <laughs> I hear I you have a dirty say. show coming up. Huh? I hear you have a dirty show coming up. I do. I do. It's called My Blue Valentine, and I'm going to be co-headlining with Allison Johnson, who's from Orlando. Very cool. Yeah, all girls, all dirty, all night. Nice. Yeah. Did, you, did you remember to save all the seats up front for me? 
Yeah. <laughs> At least three. Aniria, you uh, uh, that way we can both lick your head. Yes. You you featured with Dow um, when he headlined uh, at the Chase Club. I sure did. You know, I I featured with Dow, and the first time I met him, I emceed at um at the Coconuts when it was Coconuts in Lakeland. Mm. And you know, I got to tell you, the first time I met him. Um, he was pissed. You know, I never met him before. He was upset because um, he didn't feel the tickets were, um, you know, they were too cheap and the place <laughs> wasn't quite packed. And I thought, oh, my God, this guy is a diva. <laughs> and I really did. I was like, oh, my God, I'm not even going to mess with him because, you know, I never seen him upset. And then uh, then I got to know him and he's just like, the nicest guy, the nicest yes. guy, the nicest guy. And, and and one thing about Dow that I loved was that, you know, you could have started comedy yesterday, literally yesterday, and he would treat you like just like an equal. It was never like, oh, you're just an open micer. He would just have respect for you, whether you've been doing it, yes, you know, 24 hours or 25 years. Yeah. And he's just, he was an inspiration very talented, funny, and, you know, and his wife was just, or oh, she's still still here. Yeah, I think she's, she's not here with us. She's going to be but, here um, this weekend for, for all the shows. Oh, so we, that's we, awesome. I know you had talked about getting her down here. Yeah, she got. Season, and I'm glad she is. Yeah, she, she, she got a ticket. And um, you're going to be there Friday night, right? Friday night, 8 and 10. 8 and 10. Both shows. Both shows. With, Paul Parsons is going to stay yeah. up for the With, late show. Yeah, Paul Parsons is staying up for the late show. And then you and yeah, I are, I know. are going to be at the, um, can I do a shameless plug? At the Improv on Wednesday. You the, lick my cheek. You can do whatever the, you want. There, there you go. Uh, there's February a method to 15th. my men. February 15th at the Improv for Pretty Paul Parsons comedy from the dark side. Which is the oh, side. Oh, yeah. i got to oh. tell you, Susan. What? You know what happened? No, girl, what happened? <laughs> there was an email sent out at work yeah. that said free Tampa improv tickets to everybody in our agency. I'm not going to say who I work for, but it's a nonprofit. Uh, yeah. And and they said Tampa improv free tickets. And then it lists all the shows that the tickets are good for. One of them was the Pretty Paul show. And I'm like, oh, should I email people and say I'll be there? Then I'm like, no, I'll keep that under wraps. Yeah. Don't just be surprised. Hey, Anaria, when I was doing yeah. comedy at night after I had regular day jobs, every time uh -huh. I got, I went to a show and invited my people I worked with out to the show, I was fired uh -huh. within a month. <laughs> you were right. I swear to God, <laughs> it's happened no less than five times. They come out and see my show a month later. You're too good to work here. You're fired. God. I swear. Well, so now, anytime somebody goes, oh, I want to go see your comedy show, Steve. Not a chance in hell. You're not seeing my show. I want to keep this job. Can we? Can I brag on you one second, Anaria? Can I yeah. brag on you? Anaria just got her MBA um, in Aww. December, right, when yep, Steve Bear right. did. So not only is she a stand-up comic extraordinaire, she will be there Friday night at the Uncle Dow Memorial Show at Coconuts. Both of them graduated the same month, so yeah. very cool. She got an MBA. Yeah. I got an associate's. It's all right. I am now eligible to be somebody's associate. That's right. Well, there you go. <laughs> you could be my You could be her associate. Yeah, I know. There you go. Pretty much. There you go. She'll fit you right in her armpit and carry you <laughs> home, honey. 
All right, Aria. Oh hey, my God. You got another? You have another shout out for Uncle Dow or anything? Because we got another call waiting. Okay. Well, also in the okay. same in the same night and area that you and I are doing our show at the Improv at Wiley's in Dayton, Ohio, they will be doing a fundraiser. Also for Uncle Dow and all the proceeds will um, as well be be for Kay who gave up the last year of her life to work and do it. You know, just so you guys know, stand up comics, we're independent contractors. We don't have health insurance. We don't have, you know, life insurance. We don't have benefits. And so when somebody like Dow is the ultimate, you know, idea of what an artist is. You know, something like this happens and they become ill. You know, it's it's very, very hard on the family. And, and as much as we all love Dow, that, that's why we're all here tonight, to, exactly. to help Kay. Because without Kay, I don't know, you know, what he would have done. She's an angel on this earth. And um, she enabled him to do that last show, like we talked about earlier. Did you see that, Aniria? <clears throat> the um, yeah. On, on uh, Wiley's. The last show he did? Yeah, yeah. You need yeah, to- I did, and I gotta say, you know, I, I'm happy to hear that they're gonna be doing the same thing that night. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just amazing that the community, the comedy community, can be so, you know, so together and so embracing. Yeah, right. We get a bad rap for being like self-absorbed assholes, but really, we can be pretty nice. Yeah, <laughs> well, we're assholes, but we have hearts every now yeah, and then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We go. we come together for good causes, That's but right. other than that, screw each other. <laughs> <laughs> like a bunch of New Yorkers. Unless, it's unless in, the, it's, in, the, in it's, the face of tragedy that we come together. There you go. But I think, and I don't know, him, but I'm sure Uncle Dad would appreciate us come together. That's what it's all about. Come That's together right. when each when everybody needs each other. Exactly. That's right. That's right. Exactly. All right. And we're going to need you this weekend. So we will be seeing you on Friday for two shows. Yay. Yeah. So thanks. Excellent. I'm looking forward. All right. So am I. It's, it's going to be good to see you again. Thanks for calling yeah. in. And we will Thank speak you, to Frank. You soon. All right. Love you, Chica. Bye, Nerea. Okay, take care, David and Frank. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. And- All right. So that was Arena giving us a call in. And Anaria. I think Anaria. Did I say Arena? Like it's a football yeah. game. Well, <laughs> same thing, actually, if you know her. Why, why don't you just call her Anacia? <laughs> Jesus. Really? I, I want to play with you. I want to. I, I fucked up. Leave me alone. Anaria, it's my okay. show. I'm allowed to screw up. We got another phone. We got another caller. Wait, we got Paul. Let's get Pretty Paul Parsons on. Hey, what's going on? Pretty hey, Paul, Paul Parsons, how are you? Hey, Paul. I'm doing fantastic. Thanks. Hey, Paul. Hey, how are you, dear? I'm fine, sweetheart. How are you? I'm doing great now that I've been able to feature my ears on your extreme. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, really, spit it out, Paul. <laughs> yeah. I, we're we're I 30 seconds into it. And he hasn't even sworn Do I? We're 30 seconds into this, and you haven't even sworn yet. What's going on here? Well, and now I wanted to share a recipe with you. Oh, oh, share uh, a recipe. If you can bear with me just a minute. Um, okay, um, this is straight from Mr. Cree's kitchen, and today's recipe is gerbil surprise. <laughs> First of all, you jack off a spider monkey till he almost comes, then you wait 15 minutes and finish it. This will produce a much larger load. And uh, add this to two gerbils just shipped from a faggot's ass, along with six medium-sized clots just sucked from a used maxi pad, one half cup of two-day-old douche water, six to eight inches of very fat tapeworm, three level spoons of level tablespoons of pus just sucked from a ball between the pussy and asshole of syphilitic level with the yeast infection, and one teaspoon of sugar. <laughs> <laughs> or as it's known as pretty Paul Parsons' you, you, house, leftovers. You place all of the above <laughs> in a used colostomy bag 
and marinate overnight. When ready to cook, place bag and contents into a half-full defense undergarment and tie together with six feet of umbilical cord and bake in a 300-degree oven for 20 minutes or until soft to the touch. Remove from oven and sprinkle lightly with a combination of syphilitic scab from the crack hole and dandruff from an Ethiopian leopard's crotch. You may want to um, decorate the plates with a little bit of lettuce, but warning, don't eat the lettuce. You don't know what it shit's been. <laughs> you know, judging by what I've heard about Uncle Dow, that seems like a meal he might have wanted to be invited to. It sounds like it could have been a great last meal. And and Paul, yeah. you're gonna you're gonna be at the shows Friday night, correct? At um, Coconuts and Coconuts, Canada? yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, you're gonna wear your wait, famous mm-hmm. blue overalls for us. Yes, yes. Of course. All right. With, with my dick inside. <laughs> oh, that's better than Good. leaving it at home. <laughs> for better, change. It's better than on the outside. Is is what we're Depends saying. Depends on who you talk to. Yeah. Uh, well, also, uh, listen, on the 15th of December, I'm gonna be playing Cupid over at the Improv. That would be February, so sweetheart. That would That's be the 15th month. of February. Yes. Yes. I'm going to yes. be at that yes. show with you. I, I'm doing a guest set that night. Oh, that's right. Yes, yes. yes. yes, yes, yes. Maybe you no, we, we discussed that before when you got out of bed the other morning. That's right. We did, sweetheart. Paul, are you really going to be Cupid at the improv? Yes, I am. Wow. He's been is that a red and white striped bodysuit? Is that coinciding with murder-suicide night? <laughs> yes. Well, uh, Bob Joyce, the manager, suggested that I uh, open up by saying, uh, anyone who, who, any couples that happen to break up here tonight during the show will get a free appetizer. That's funny. Nice. Because somebody will break up for some yeah. chips and, and some potato skins. Mm-hmm. Especially in Tampa Bay area. Yeah. The unemployment is high and the food need is, is not. I'm sorry, and the food need is as well. They'll do anything for food around here. They'll even go see Pretty Paul Parsons. Get Pretty crazy. Paul Parsons, yes. At, at <laughs> the uh, Niagara Tap and on March. And uh, March, you're out there. And <clears throat> yeah. when did you meet Dow? Do you remember? Uh, no, oh, you don't, Lord. You don't remember. It's never been mind. 15 years ago, I imagine. And uh, Has it really? We never spent a lot of time together, but mm-hmm. uh, we did write together a couple of times, and we always enjoyed each other's company. I thought he was just a, one heck of a great guy. And I wish I'd had an opportunity to spend, to spend more time with him. Yeah, that that song that they just played, I, I kind of actually requested it. The one where he starts out saying, he holds up the banjo and said it's a tambourine with a woody, which just made me pee every time yeah. he said it. But he talks mm-hmm. about his own funeral in that show, which I thought would be very cool to have on, you know, because we can't forget why we're all sitting here today, because the t- yeah. Tampa Bay community lost one of the best artists and, and truly yes. an artist, and, and we're all here to celebrate his memory and and. And, you know, we're so glad that you're going to be at the show on Friday night. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I think there's going to be two of them. Yeah, you're doing the 8 o'clock, and I think you're going to be part of the 10 o'clock show. So I think so, make yeah. Sh- make sure you take your no-dose, Paul. And then next yes. week, we're going to probably be putting together the Paul Parsons Memorial Fundraiser. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's rather humorous. That's going to be – it's really going to be the, 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 the Paul Parsons – Pop uh, pop fundraiser because if you go to YouTube and you type him in, you can find all sorts of videos of him waking up smoking pot, waking up going into the refrigerator, finding his bong. Is that true? Yeah, but well, no, no, yeah. he's actually got movies where he doesn't do it. 
Well, now, uh, He's actually acting one, in those. I'm, I'm gonna, we named that one uh, Pretty Paul's Exercise Tape. <laughs> <laughs> so so how much of that is an act, or are you still like 120 puffing bones out of the refrigerator? Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll smoke wherever it's at. <laughs> wherever it's at. Nice. Even between, even, even between a woman's legs. Hey Paul, were you Hello? Hello. Were you offended when MIA gave the finger during the Super Bowl? Or was that pretty much what? a greeting to you? I, I thought that was very nice. <laughs> I did. Did she, get, did she get fined by the FCC? Does anybody Oh, know? they're still working on Are it. Are they? Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, she well, they're on the NBC um uh center guy. He didn't cut it off quick enough. I didn't even notice it. I watched the whole oh, thing yeah. and I was watching for anything that you know, and I missed movie. it. You I missed... to see a little titty pop out. Come on, see. Oh, no, I was just seeing if everything would go. I think everything went well. And I, yeah. I guess it's me because I got my eyes on Madonna. I didn't catch the other chick on the side shooting the bird to everybody else. <laughs> I missed that. Well, did you see the, um, see, uh, once you put her one leg up in the air, you could see some of her pussy hairs coming out from around her, the side of her. Well, that wasn't hers. Like, Oh, that wasn't. No, no, she rented that. <laughs> oh. She shaved. I was yeah, gonna say that was the hair on it. that was the hair on Paul's chinny chin chin. <laughs> yeah, speaking of hair on somebody's chin. Uh, no, Paul. The answer is no. Go. He's thinking. He's thinking. He's thinking. <laughs> you could not put anything hairy that you have. He's got to have a hair chin. on somebody's chin joke. No, I was, I was just thinking what what's uh, banging Where? against your. Your wife's chin right now while you're on the radio. Well, thank God I'm not married. I, I heard you were taking care I of my wife that. while I'm here on the radio. <laughs> yeah, we're all we're all losers here, right? I, I thought yeah. you were I, I thought you were gonna give my wife a little something special while I was here at the show. I wouldn't look at it. Taking care of business for me. Loser. I'm gonna be home late. Yeah. You're gonna. Well, give uh, oh, yeah, uh, bring some uh, wine home, will you? You're out of wine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and if you want to walk down, just ask your wife. She knows what I like. I, I know what she likes. She likes the the funky monkey wine. Yeah. <laughs> and and uh, I, I told you about that fun way to eat pussy. <laughs> no, but do tell, Paul. Yes. <laughs> okay. What you do, you get down between her legs and eat her out, but she's soaking, sopping wet, and then you rub your face in it till your face is soaking, sopping wet. You go run around the house a few times and let it dry, and come back and very carefully peel it off, break it in little pieces, and eat it like potato chips. <laughs> oh, I, wow. Oh. Uh, does that go with your earlier recipe? <laughs> yeah, yeah. This this would be a little side yeah, dish. A little side dish. Yeah, rem- remind me not to invite you to a potluck, okay, Paul? Yeah. Okay. It's lucky there's no pot in it. Yeah. Pretty Paul is. Oh, an area wrote on Facebook. What does that say? It says, you I know. Can't, I can't well, see. it says Pretty Paul is so sweet and a yummy recipes. Yeah, an area likes your oh. recipes. Uh-huh. So you so you need to invite her over for dinner. You might maybe yeah, I've, she she's been over here a number of times. Um, for I, I told you about the first time I met her. She was uh, bent over eating a trough full of Malamars <laughs> while uh, a drunken camel fucked her in the ass because she couldn't find a sober one that would do it. <laughs> Where do you find a camel, much Man. less a sober one? All right, I hey. lost a bet. I lost a bet one time and I had to I had to see her pussy. And her pussy looks like uh, Hulk Hogan standing on the end of an aircraft carrier. 
<laughs> All right, hey Paul, we got to start to wrap up the show. So, so okay. I, I, want, I want to hear one more. I don't know. I need one more foul, disgusting thing from you. The difference between an apple and a dead baby is that you don't usually come on an apple before you eat it. <laughs> oh man! All right, Paul. Thanks for calling in. We look forward hey, to thanks, your. Th- thank you for the time. I enjoyed it. All right, Bye, night, see, Paul. You, Paul. see you, Paul. Friday. Friday. Friday night for the Uncle. Hi. Um. Can you tell the Dow's website again where people can get CDs? It's UncleDow.com, and you can get CDs, T-shirts, anything else you want there. Send a little love. We'd love to have you guys continue to buy some CDs, spread the word, spread his music and song. Um, it'll help out the family, and it's going to make you laugh, and there's nothing wrong with laughter. It's the best medicine. Yes, I've, yes. Heard, I've heard somebody like Law Smith say it's the breast medicine. <laughs> Which is very good. He did a tour where he ran around the country raising money for breast cancer. And right, it was right. the breast medicine. Laughter wow. the breast medicine. How long did he come up to think with that one? <laughs> hey, uh, I wasn't there, but it was successful. I'm glad they thought of it. You know, it yeah. happens. I wish I could drive around in a bus that said the, uh, the, what did I just say? The breast medicine. There you go. The La- breast medicine. Laughter is the breast medicine. Laughter oh, is you the got breast a short medicine. little bucket list, don't you? <laughs> You saw my new chair. Hey, well, come on, man. I've already had Steve Barrett on my show. I've had Sue's, and, and I've had Steve twice. Both of you guys are twice. What else can I do? Or, Damn, no, Steve, we're here every week. You, 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 <laughs> this is your third time. You're like a regular now. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm still a regular. Yeah. <laughs> irregular? No. I'm yeah, not irregular. That's prune juice. Yeah, I know. Prune juice. You and Paul Parsons could come up with a recipe for regularity. <laughs> no. So I'm not going to eat anything he makes. <laughs> I'm going to give one shameless plug to the show that was moved um, because the few, the few people that were involved uh, to do the cholesterol as a comedy, we definitely, without a problem, stood to the side so that this whole thing can go down for Uncle Dow. And so we thank you for that. No anyway. problem. Thank you, JT, nope. who put a lot of hard work into making it go through all the other comedians. And, you know, thank you for Coconuts for letting us reschedule it for the weekend after. So that'll be Saturday night the 10th. But uh, it's really more about the Uncle Dow. So in the last couple of minutes, do you guys have anything no, you're else you'd like 18th, to say? you're the 18th, aren't you? You're Saturday the 18th. It's going to be yeah. Saturday the 18th. Of right. February. Did I just, you yeah. said Saturday the 10th. But the, the Uncle Dow Memorial Show is? Uh, February 10th, 11th, and 12th. There's going to be two shows Friday, two shows, and Paul Parsons, who you just heard, obviously, you know, come out to the, those yeah. two shows. And then, and then there's two shows, Saturday and one show on Sunday. And the Sunday show is going to be pretty special because there's a lot of hospitality people who, you know, are doing Hey, Steve, what's that, uh, what time is that Sunday show on Sunday? 8 o'clock Sunday. 8 o'clock? Okay. 8 o'clock, okay. Eight o'clock okay. Sunday. Right, cool. Um, there was a little mix-up there, so it's just going to be 8 because that's what's on the tickets. So. <laughs> <laughs> there's the mix-up. It doesn't say when it ends, though. But the eight o'clock show on Sunday, as I it said, it may not there's, end. <laughs> there's a lot of people that'll make that can't make it out to the Friday or Saturday because they're professional, you know, they're working, and so that's kind of the hospitality show. Um, Lou Angelwolf's going to be at the Sunday show, and Tracy Kanan's going to be at the Les Sunday McCurdy. show. Yes. Uh, Les McCurdy. Les McCurdy's not going to be there. Oh, and he's not. He's not going to be there, but. Um, uh, they're doing stuff to fundraisers and donations. And, and Robin uh, Savage will be there. Robin she said. Savage is going to be there Friday night for and show. Tr- as uh, well as Trish Keating, I think, is going to be there Sunday as well. Yeah. No. Um. No. Uh, Karen Fitzgerald is going to be there. Sunday. Is it Karen? Okay. Karen I'm really looking forward to seeing Tracy 
because Tracy was the very first guest that ever called in to my radio show she on the was. first show that I had. Yes. Honey. And uh, so it was really cool. And you know what? We have another caller. So let's go live. Who do we have on the air? Uh, this is JT from Wiley. Hey, JT. Hey. How are you? Not too bad. How are you doing? Not too bad. Thank you for giving us a call. We're doing a little... Well, uh, we're having the program. Yeah. And we're doing a little uh, show down I here. Her there. Too busy writing down the dead baby jokes. <laughs> 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 so you guys are doing your tribute show to Uncle Dow on the 15th of this month, right? Right. Wednesday the 15th. Uh, the doors will open at 6. Uh, show starts at 8. We wanted to give uh, uh, people some time to uh, you know, meet up and talk. Uh, and... Uh, we'll have a tribute video going uh, the whole time uh, prior to the show. Uh, then we also have, uh, God, I, there's so many comedians that keep getting added on to it. Yeah, and um, who do you have coming so far? Uh, Mike Armstrong, Todd Yon, um, Andrew Shaman, Scott Huffman, uh, Bob Hinton, um, I know I'm going to leave out somebody. I'm not looking at the poster right, right now. Well, that, that's a heavy hitter uh, list right there. Now, the coolest thing yeah. I heard is the jumbo. Anybody who's seen Dow's act, he's got the jumbo women's panties. I heard that those are hanging on the wall of your club, oh. sewn up, so people can throw donations into the panties and try to fill those up. I hadn't heard that. Oh, that's what I heard down here. I'm, what I'm a great idea, Florida, though. I, I heard that they were going to hang the panties and try to fill the panties with cash. I think you guys should try yeah, that. That was really cool. That is an that awesome. Really cool. That is an awesome idea. JT, mm-hmm. we, we are coming close to the end of the show, but I'd like you to tell us a story or two because Uncle Dow really got a, a lot of starting out in comedy. That was his home club, and you it was his, his last show, and his last yeah. show. Yeah. So you know, tell us. Tell us, you know, everything you want in the next few minutes about Uncle Dow. You know, what was that well, last guess, show like? Uh, when I talked to you uh, last week or whenever that was, uh, there, there wouldn't be a Wiley's uh, probably without Uncle Dow. Um, he start, started at the uh, uh, Iron Boar, uh, which was owned by Dan and Jody Lafferty, and they uh, he basically played, you know, regular music, and then he stick more and more comedy into it uh, until it became, you know, from 8 o'clock to 2 o'clock, basically a, a kind of a comedy free-for-all. And people like uh, Emo Phillips and Judy Tenuta would come to Wiley's to get stage time. And uh, that was a uh, Dallas bathroom break. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So how was the... Uh... How was the emotions in the room the last night that he was there? Because we know he, he had a great show, and nobody knew that he was hurting and feeling well until the end of the show. Yeah, and uh, I mean, and, and I heard you guys mention it before, uh, you know, because you guys had, had watched the video, and when, when somebody had landed the, the paper plate on his hat. That's great. Uh, I mean, it was a standing ovation. uh you know, as far as, you know, Dow was consummate performer. And as soon as he hit the stage, I don't think a lot of people in the audience knew how, how you know, bad off he was hurting. Um, 
but I think the, the, the stage was probably the best drug for all form. Um, Goes but yeah, well it was a, definitely a perfect, the best perfect medicine. show, perfect last show. Yeah, it was. It was. It was just amazing to see, and that that it happened at your club was just made it. Everything it just came together. It, yeah. it's the stuff the legends are made yeah, of. Yeah, full circle. Exactly. You know, the mm-hmm. full circle. Last show was right where he started. And I got chills. All right. Well, I I just wanted to call and say, you know, one a thank uh, thank you for having this show as a tribute to Dow, and two uh, to let people know that you know if they if they can't necessarily. Uh, make it for the whole show. Uh, like I said, the doors will open at six. Uh, if they just want to stop in and, um, you know, um, why don't you give them the see, number so they can call you to make reservations if they're in the area, so they can come and. Uh, okay, it's nine three seven two two four five six five three. Do you have a and website uh, they can visit? Uh, Wiley's Comedy Club uh, dot com. And you are located um, where? Tell them Do where what? you're at. What what state are you in? Tell them where, where you are. Oh, sorry, Dayton, Ohio. There you go. So if you're in Dayton, Ohio on the 15th and you want to see a fabulous show and a great tribute, that's where to be. Tell them where to go again. Uh, it's Wiley's Comedy Nightclub, 101 Pine Street in the Oregon District, Dayton, Ohio. All right. Thank you very much for calling in. We do have to wrap up the show. Uh, thank you again. You have a great show. We're going to do our best to put on a great show down here this weekend. We appreciate you calling in, and uh, thanks for helping Uncle Dow get his start so a lot of people were able to get some benefit and some useful information from him. Yep, and All thank right. you guys once again. I'll talk All right. to you later. All right. All right. Have nice success. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, everybody. We're going to wrap up the show. Is there any final words from anybody? I know, Steve, you're uh, a man just of – Basically, uh, you know, come out and uh, – Come out and see the club, spend some money, give it to his uh, wife, and help her out as much as you can. She probably needs it. There you go, and it's going to be a great drink. Go ahead, Sue. And the food's good, and the drinks are good, full bar, um, great little comedy spot just on um, Route 60 past, um, what is it, past where Bruce Eckerd Hall is, just right there in Clearwater. You don't have to go all the way to the beach. It's, it's right, Caddy Corner, from the Christmas store on Across US the street 6. from the Christmas, yeah. a couple blocks down from the original Hooters. All right. Oh, everybody knows and where they're going. Of course, Wiley's, in, Wiley's up in Ohio. So, you know, between here and there, even if you can't make the shows, make donations, do whatever you can. Because he's a great man who did yes. so much for the comedy community. And whatever we can do to give back. It, it, That's why we're here. There you go. All right. So, one last time, we're just going to give the shout out for the phone number for you to call from Tuesday to Friday to pick up tickets or to make donations for the Coconuts Comedy Club is 727. 727- 741-8014. And on that note, I want to thank you guys for listening in for our two-hour special for Uncle Dow. We look forward to seeing everybody that's going to come out this weekend. I want to thank everybody for coming in and doing the show and everybody that called. We'll speak to you next week. And until then, keep on laughing. What was that? I'll tell you what that was. That was another fine show from ComedySlamRadio.com, where we put the .com in 